to go out for the preserve though. It's nothing to discuss. Cause I think when you buy it, you fall down, 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 down. I'm on me, I be a dog, and I'm confident. I'm not confident, but it's up though. My mind is in the dark. I put my life into my job, and I know I'm in trouble. She manipulate my love. Some of us are now in Nigeria, so um, good day. First of all, um, thank you for joining us this evening. You know, um, yeah. So we'll go, we'll be looking um at the events of the um, this weekend. You know, um, mainly the Grand Prix. You know, looking at the different teams and um the different um, events and incidents that um, occurred, you know. So um, we'll be talking about uh, Ferrari's reliability issue, you know, which uh, caused um, Charles to uh, retire, you know. The racecraft from George Russell, you know, you can see or rather we could see the that he's a driver that is worthy to be in that um second Mercedes seat, you know. Um we'll be also be looking at um the incident that happened between Magnuson and Hamilton, you know, as well as um teams like Williams and um Aston Martin, you know, and um also Luckily, Alpine and the points. So yeah, but first of all, um, I think the highlights of today, or rather, this um Grand Prix is um Mercedes showing that um uh, they are not just eight-time world champions for nothing, you know. Um, they said um coming into Barcelona will determine if they'll be they'll be they'll be able to continue with the season or write it off. You know, and 
we can see that um the team have has not given up, you know. It's a, I would say it's a tremendous um improvement from the team, you know, and um from the drivers as well, you know, because um what I'm also be looking at um Lewis as well, who was very close to retiring, you know, and then um ended up being the driver of the day, you know. Things like that are what will I say make a team successful, you know. So um yeah. So uh first of all, um guys, if you like to um, speak, please um just put your hands up and then I uh, will go from there, please. Okay, uh virus. Good day, guys. Good evening. So, I just want to commend messages for that very good improvement. And there's still bad luck on Mary's side at the start of the race, at the first lap. So, having been there, there have not been accidents. I think he's going to make podium or something. So, I'm just going to commend their efforts. They have really, really improved. And that's what we love to see. So we just hope that next week at Monaco, we can get our podium for Lewis. At least, maybe maybe a win, safe. At least. So, thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Virus. It's good to see you are recovered from um, yesterday. You know, but um, yeah. Can we, uh, guys, if you'd like to um, speak, just... Uh, Raise your hand up. Okay, Yami. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, okay, Yami, um, go ahead, please, because I just called your name. I wasn't seeing hands before. Oh, no problem. Thanks for... Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, good race. Uh, uh, lucky for Leclerc. I thought, uh, you know, he, he had a race in the back before before the failure of his power unit. Um, you know, signs... I mean... I'm not. I wasn't impressed by him, uh, just because of that mistake he made. I mean, Max made the same mistake, so there was there was a ghost of win in that corner, right? But you know, but it's what it is. I think I don't think Sainz is able to. You know, I think he's pretty much out of this championship. Let me not. I mean, it's too early to call it, but I'm not seeing you know the level of consistency from me, from him to you know to be able to pick up you know um, when they're clear. Messes up ticket, so that and Verstappen, I thought was very lucky today. Uh, I mean, I can't believe Red Bull were pulling race and team others by by race six. It's just race six, man. You know, uh, but yes, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm just surprised, right? This was um, Lewis versus Bottas back in the day. Everybody would be screaming that, oh, this, how dare you, blah blah blah. But here we are. I'm interested to see what Red Bull fans think. Think of, of, of that, man. And I thought Perez had the pace today to at least pin the fight because Max Max couldn't get past Russell. And you know, Perez was like, let me to have you know have like a few a, a few couple ups quicker tires and I get past. And he did. You know, so that was impressive for me. Um, Russell, I thought it was incredibly impressive today, man. Like we really defended against against Max. That's what we were beg literally begging. And both of us to do last season. <laughs> we're on our knees, we're begging, and you know, the guy was just not up to scratch, man. 
I think Russell is, is you know, like I said, is a fantastic number two slash number one in waiting driver because we all know that, you know, Russell is the succession plan. So I'm quite confident that when Lewis eventually retires, and he will, bigger, like, we have a driver in Russell that can you know, kick it with the, big, with the guys like Max. But I still think he needs to improve his race pace because I think all through the season, and I've been watching his races, like, you know, using the data and everything. So... I think Lewis still has a significant edge on race pace, as he usually does against most of his his um, um, teammates. But uh, I think that's something that you know, as he's he's paired with Lewis, so he will learn, he will learn from that. And before you know, Lewis retires, he probably you know get you probably have gotten up to speed in that regard. So I have no doubt with that. I think as for Lewis, man, um, impressive drive, man. You know, after that incident. In the in the in the NP one, that was just an incredible drive, and I suspect, like, had he finished lap one on on you know, had he had a clean lap one without Kimon hitting him, I think that would have been that could have been a fantastic race. He could have, if Leclerc had his issue, Lewis could have had a shot at uh, potentially winning the race, you know. But you know that if what ifs are bought right, so hopefully we'll we'll, uh, we'll I mean. I'm just happy that the the, uh, the the update upgrades have worked, right? The updates to the car have worked. They've eliminated purposely now or the bouncing. And, you know, and they've not started developing a car. What it just says is that we need to fix this bouncing issue. Now that they fixed it, they cannot start developing the car. And what were we like? I remember in Saudi, people were here and said, oh, Mercedes is finished, the engine is bad. I was like, I don't believe, I don't understand how people can be so short-sighted and have a knee-jerk you know, reactions to something. You have to be patient. We said, they said they will buy Spain. It will be fixed. By Spain, it will be fixed. And here we are, Spain, and they're already on the pace. Race pace, they were, you know, as quick as the Red Bulls. And at some point, Lewis was laughing only slightly um, slower than, than Leclerc while he was still there. So, you know, I say patience. I think, for me, this is the beginning of, of um, you know, this is like of race one for Mercedes. Like, all the past five races are discounted because... They weren't really here. So this is where they should have been in Bahrain, you know. So hopefully, uh, I'm looking forward to Monaco, right? But I mean, uh, I, I'm here. So I'll just, you know, um, thanks for letting me speak. Uh, you know, I'll just let that guy speak. Thanks. Thank you very much, Yemi. Um, quickly, just to um, add to what you've said, uh, I think, as you just um, said now, um, is going to this is more like um response for Mercedes, you know, because uh if you look at the odd if Mercedes are able to continue on this run, I, I, I going into Monaco, I don't really expect anything because Monaco is um is um based on qualifying, you know, track position. So it's is it's very difficult. So you look at um going into Baku and Canada, that okay. What are the like? How are these um, or rather, how efficient are these um, upgrades that have been added? You know, so um, another thing that is an advantage for Mercedes and not for the top teams is that they, they they are not suffering reliability issues. You know, which is which is which is um, good for them, you know, at this um, point, because if there, if there's another issue for them, then it compounds everything, you know. So um, I'll just um, give it to Omar to um, 
please go ahead. So um, Umar, then Sadiq, then Sami, please. All right. Uh, uh, in today's uh, 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 um, um, Umar, we can't hear you clearly, please. Okay, can you hear me clearly now? Okay, okay, you know, I'll I'll bring you um back up. Let me just. All right. Yeah. Um, Sami, um, please go ahead. I'm sorry, Sadiq, please. All right. Um, <clears throat> good evening, guys. Um. Yeah, very um interesting race and um uh temperatures were high from the beginning. I um I expected a lot of drama. Um the only surprise for me generally speaking was that there wasn't any um safety cars or virtual safety cars, red flags. Um I knew I had a feeling reliability would be a problem um because of the temperatures. So I did expect some retirements. Um, I, I feel really sorry for for Charles. Um, yeah, very very unfortunate. And um, I mean, but that's what happens in this sport. Like everyone, everyone has his share of bad luck and good luck. Um, um, yeah, Red Bull also had issues with the with the um, um, DRS and. I also feel sorry for Checo. It was just obvious, like, uh, I mean, he knew what he was getting into, but it's still, I was, I was watching, but it still, it still weakened me, like, to hear, to hear that just, it just, it's just so demoralizing to have team orders like that. I've, and I'm, okay, Lando, I'm very happy for Lando. Yesterday, I, I came on the space and I said I was disappointed um, that his time got deleted. I had a feeling he would do well today, and even though he was sick, he still came in eighth. So, fair result. Um, Lewis, um, supreme drive. Uh, honestly, when he said he he thought about retiring the car, I was right there with him. Like I was, I was feeling the same thing. Just, just, just retire and just rest. But uh, I'm glad they didn't they didn't um call him in. And um, yeah. To, to drive like that and recover the car, the positions, I really don't know how to do it. I was what how he did it. I was watching the race, but I I really didn't know how he did it. I don't know. There was just um and I hear that uh given his pace he, he could have challenged for the win and that is nice to hear. Um uh if there's anything benefit of Max winning today it's that he cuts um the gap in the sense that if Charles won, the gap would have even gone uh, longer. So maybe um, if Mercedes are not ready to win next week, maybe Checo can win. Uh, that will still keep the championship in play and the gap closer. Um, uh, George, George, no, George drove well today, like very impressive, um, very fearless drive. And <clears throat> I'm glad to see that he can put his elbows out and fight with with Max and yeah I'm just I'm just I'm just glad overall that um the championship is coming back alive um yeah cheers guys I yield the mic thank you very much um okay can we um Sammy um before we come to you please um let's um try um try Uma again please Uma please go ahead okay thank you uh, is it beefing? But um, just go ahead. All right. Uh, so today's uh, jump is okay. 
Lewis and Green expect uh, what I saw. Like, was uh, everything is gone in the first half after that uh, uh, incident with Magnuson. So I'm saying that he should have retired. I was like, oh. But after he fights it on, and the strategy is good, but for the parents, uh, you the way that they did that, okay, now he knows he's going to be playing the second pitting for but, uh, for Mark because of the, the team already taking his uh, place because okay, this is going to be Mark Pure and you're going to be supporting where you like it or not. And uh, for Baron, I enjoy the uh, the jumping part of Okay. Thank you, Omar. Um, Sammy, please, then I'm smart. Thank you guys for waiting. Um, hi, everyone. Um, good evening, gentlemen. Um, sorry, uh, this um, is my... I'm sorry. Are you um, saying? Um, Salim, please, we'll come yes, to you in a bit. Can you just um, raise your hand up, please? Thank you. Um, yes. Sammy, please carry on. All right, so, um, good evening. Um, the race at Barcelona today was a very interesting race. Um, the team strategy had a big part to play in the race. But, um, yeah, at the start of the race, it was very dramatic. We had, um, Hamilton and Magnussen, you know, touching each other the first lap, um, at turn four, I guess. And, um, I think that that, um, incident was actually due to Magnussen not um he he was trying to get too greedy I, I don't know how to put it but like he was not meant to go that aggressive and it costed Hamilton a lot of positions I think he went back to P19 just behind of um, Magnussen again and he had to beat and even when he said he was going to retire the car I was like man <laughs> you should just retire because I don't know I did not really know how fast the, the um, Mercedes was, you know, to get back into the points. But yeah, he really drove nicely today. If not because of the last lap um, issues he had with his, um, I think it was water leak or, or something like that. I, I think he should have been fourth. And yeah, it's not because of the incident again, he should have been probably fighting for a podium. So yeah, it was a very interesting one. Um, congrats to Verstappen for winning. I'm a Mercedes fan, but yeah, sure, he he drove nicely today and a big um thanks to Russell for keeping um the Red Bulls behind for a very, very long time. I did not expect that from Russell at all. I just thought, you know, um yeah, the um, Verstappen should win, you know, after um Leclerc um retired and yeah, he kept them behind, but he could not do much. He he had to let them by at some point because they were having more speed than the Mercedes and yeah so um Hamilton too was putting very good lap times here and yeah that was a very very nice drive from him today and um Bottas too finished I think sixth yeah finished sixth and yeah that was that was also nice that was also nice for me and um I must very I must I must feel very sorry for Leclerc for um retiring that early 
I think Leclerc was really having a nice drive. He was he was leading the whole the whole um the whole um like all the drivers. So yeah, he should have won, but you know, it is what it is. It it happens sometimes. And yeah, so for Mercedes we should be moving to Monaco with a very good energy. Um Monaco is more of a you know qualifying stuff as um, someone said, you know, your qualifying pace has to be very strong for you to have a very nice results in Monaco, you know. But you know, when Mercedes says their their car is more of a race car than a qualifying car, I would say they should try to improve on that. So at least they have a shot um at the podium. So yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh Sammy, um smart please. Uh yeah, smart please go ahead. Smart uh uh um yeah, smart than um, engineer Salim please cuz I know you want to speak. Good evening everyone. Um the result of the race well, made me so like excited because I've been wanting uh, Max and Leclerc to be like kind of um near to each other in terms of points. So that's when they are fighting it out on the track, um, one doesn't play safe because they have a like huge point advantage and stuff like that. So like, I was really happy with the race result today because now the season is going to be much more interesting when you have extremely two talent and uh, two extremely talented drivers in him and Leclerc. And um, but you know, Max has that experience edge over him, and I think that's what will just like drive him towards this world championship. Um, a disappointing thing that happened today was the Perez incident. Um, I I knew he would feel bad, but I didn't know it would be to the extent where he would like go on the radio and start like saying, "Ah, they need to talk later." <laughs> I didn't know it would reach that point. But what Perez needs to understand is that Red Bull are a team that doesn't really focus on the constructors' um, championship. What they focus on more is the driver championship because. It's through the driver championship they will get more like uh, marketing and popularity rather than constructs and uh, controls. Uh, sorry, I'm speaking too fast. So like, I understand why I was upset, but he needs to understand that's what Red Bull are going for. Uh, maybe they can try and see how they will like beg him in the background and uh, try to make it like more fair later on throughout the season and stuff like that. Uh, Russell had an amazing drive. I've always said it's the three top drivers in that. Um, in that um, grid is Leclerc, Max, and Russell. I don't care what anybody says. If uh, you want to say Hamilton, I understand, but Hamilton has reached an age where I feel like after he won in 2020, he should have retired on, at the top. But I don't really think he will get to that, like, to that level again in Formula 1. I know a lot of Mercedes fans are going to argue, <laughs> argue about what I'm saying, but that's just what I feel. Smart. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but, I'm, I'm telling you. But, I'm telling you. But yeah, um, to add to the pairs, um, to add to what you said about the pairs incident, because I was going to come to that, but um, so that I don't forget. Well, I think pairs, it shouldn't, there are some things that you should, that obviously I know he's driving, he's in the heat of the moment here, but uh, you are, you are looking for a job next year. I'll be, I mean, you know, you should, you, you cannot be, you cannot be talking, to, you cannot be talking like that, and your employer will be, will be listening. You know, when you know that is, is, is more like your employer's child, literally, because 
everybody knows how um, Red Bull treats um, Max compared to all uh, other drivers. So you are negotiating for a new like contract. You. Uh, you are negotiating for a new contract. You should not even be. You should not be calm. You should not be taking everything till you sign. Till they even give you the paper and you sign because. First of all, you, you 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 need number of years before you are even talking about team orders, you know. So, I feel maybe going forward, Shaq, parents should tell you they let them write it inside the contract, you know. If they write it um, in bold, team orders should not follow in lap forty, lap fifty two, you know. Can it come? Can it come? Let them write it like that. So yeah, uh, Abdul. Wait, can I can I add to that? Okay, okay, yeah. Just, um like i actually think uh, red bull will be like um encouraged with what he said i i think when perez speaks out like that he's trying to also justify himself let it not look as if he's just giving out the way every single time and he's not like trying his best to win you know he represents mexico so like i understand his own perspective and i think red bull too will understand um that half a day also need to be fair to him uh, and I don't think they will actually want it to be so clear that, ah, Max is ahead of you, so just forget about No, I don't think they will do that. I think they will encourage his competitive spirit and then they will just see how they can manage it. You know, right now, if he won, he would have passed Leclerc. That's why they were so eager for him to, like, get that win. But I think they won't be really... They will just encourage it more. But chance speak to him behind the scenes. And that's all. So let the next person talk. Abdul, please. Abdul. Yeah, hi. Good evening, everybody. Um, So just my opening thoughts. I know we're going to discuss the Perez um, incident later. Yeah. Um, Brilliant win again. 24 wins for a 24-year-old Max Verstappen. 1-2 for Red Bull, which is absolutely... Lucky win. Lucky win. Not a brilliant win. Lucky win. Um, virus. Please. Someone is speaking. Sorry, No, No problem. No problem. Brilliant win for Red Bull. Another 1-2. Um, that's the second one two of the season from a 40 point lead. Leclerc's 40 point lead three races ago to a six point 40 point deficit to a six point lead, also leading the constructors just before Monaco. So, yeah, Red Bull are coming strong, and um, there's still reliability issues. And um, looks like reliability is touching everybody in the grid. Um, Ferrari have shown their own today, Mercedes too, where had DNF risk. I mean. Russell's car was almost overheating earlier in the race, and the driver, both drivers, had to lift and coast. That's that's for Mercedes. So, um, I think that's a big worry for all teams now on the reliability. And then um, just a bit on the team orders this thing. I mean, it was team order was the best thing, one of the best, one of the best decisions the Red Bull pit crew made today, because having your two teammates fight in the middle of a Barcelona track, which is very, very hot. And knowing that you have heavy concerns about reliability is not the best. Plus, Max was on fresh mediums, mediums that were not up to four laps old. And Perez had just stopped twice. He has not done his third stop. He was going on, he was on a longer stint and had older tires. So it didn't just make sense for Max, for you to make Max stay behind him. We all know Max will eventually get through. Well, it didn't just make sense for Max to just waste a bit of time um, behind him, knowing that Russell too was also showing pace and all that. So 
that was that. We look forward to, we don't really look forward to Monaco, but we have to do Monaco and um, we'll see how this season goes on from there. Cheers. Thank you. Um, okay, can we have um, how, please? I hope that's um, uh, yeah. uh, excuse me. Oh. I think I was supposed to go on oh, for like. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't see your hand. Sorry. Um. Okay, just go All ahead, right. please. Um. Good evening, gentlemen. Um. First and foremost, I would like to talk about like the issue of uh, Red Bull, as the last guy uh, discussed. Um, we have to understand something that uh, these guys are fundamentally highly competitive. They are all racing drivers. When you look at the the grid in a Formula One race, everyone has won championships in their career from maybe GP2, Formula 3, uh, Formula Renault, etc. So uh, every driver is giving it his utmost best. No one would want to just uh, give a place and get overtaken by their teammate. Because before you get um, compared to anybody else, the first benchmark is your teammate because you are expected to be in the same machinery for most of the year at least. So um, talking about that, these drivers are very emotional. And uh, when you are uh, driving at maybe 300 plus kph, of course, emotions tend to get uh, wild. And uh, I think uh, Perez, the way he handled it, regardless of what anybody might say, team strategy, I think he was very diplomatic about his outburst. And uh, talking about outburst, imagine something like that happening to a driver like Fernando Alonso. If we can all remember the race from... Uh, Last year, I think, in Hungary, he he kept Lewis Hamilton behind for God knows how many laps, even though he had a slower car, because nobody wants to let anybody get past. Um, similarly, uh, talking about this season, uh, for Mercedes, I know a lot of people in this space are Mercedes fans. Uh, I'm also a Mercedes fan. Uh, going into the the beginning of the season, their design philosophy of uh, no side pod car was very extreme. I actually didn't expect anything like that. And uh, right now, yeah, there are so many reliability issues. That is one of the reasons why the cars are overweight. Because uh, when you're uncertain of reliability, the thickness of materials that you use is going to be uh, significantly higher than when you have a better understanding about your environment and, uh, well, the amount of stresses and uh, the loads that uh, goes into your cars. And uh, also, talking about, uh, yeah, the race today, Mercedes did a wonderful job. Russell was, he, he drove... A phenomenal drive also, if I might say, because I, I I wouldn't expect him to overtake back in turn two. Like, overtake Max Verstappen. Everybody knows how uh, extreme and how aggressive Verstappen is. So it wasn't something I, I expected from him, to be honest. 
I, I didn't expect he would be a driver that, well, as somebody said earlier, would raise his elbows out. And uh, yeah, Mercedes, in terms of strategy, I, I, I do not understand the concept behind putting uh, Lewis on uh, medium tires while everybody around him was on softer and harder, uh, softer and faster tires, I mean. Uh, well, in the long run, it might have made sense, but he was basically not in maybe the second row or the first row. So I, I don't get the, the the philosophy behind that because the most amount of incidents tend to happen in lap one. And yeah, he drove a phenomenal drive, one of the best I've seen, I think, from him since uh, Brazil of last year, where he came from 20th place and ended up winning the race. Um, yes. Additionally, uh, I should talk about, yeah, in terms of updates, Mercedes bought, uh, um, they brought four updates to Catalonia. Um, yeah, so I, I expect them to do well. I expect them to finish maybe P2 in the Constructors' Championship this year. Or if maybe luck goes in their favor, they might do better. But to be honest, I'm not expecting uh, this year's car to be a championship winning car yet because of the cost cap. We've already brought uh, four updates and we know that bringing updates takes a whole amount of resources. And uh, this year, there's a cost cap of around $140 million. So how much of that they have spent, I cannot say. But I, I feel that it is going to be a very important factor going towards the end of the season and uh, also the reliability. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much, um, Engineer Salim. Um, guys, um, please, can we um, just... Um, give it um, three minutes so that we could quickly get um, all through the teams and all through other events, please. So, um, thank you very much. Um, does anyone want to respond to um, what Engineer Salim has said just before I move on to the other speaker? Okay. Um, how, please? Can you go ahead? Thank you. Hey, hey, guys. Um, I just, I mean, I'm not going to reiterate i think all the other speakers kind of touch based on touch base on um a bunch of topics throughout the race but specifically um i mean i'm a mercedes fan and happy to see that they have you know the upgrades that they have brought have worked um do they have um <laughs> the better car on the grid no i mean i think they have a base now that they can work towards to you know potentially you know gain some extra pace um you know just by looking at the race today um unfortunate news for for lewis but um curious as to why they started him on mediums um but looking at the pirelli statistics um he could have podium possibly if he didn't get that puncture um in my opinion 
I wouldn't say he would have won the race, but <laughs> just by looking at the the laps, uh, the lap times, etc., on the um, Pirelli tires. Um, so, well, on the mediums, Verstappen was the fastest of 125, and Hamilton was second with 126, with Bottas in third. And on the C3 tires, I mean, Perez got the fastest time, but he, you know, he 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 pitted for tires in the end to steal that point away. But as far as race pace, Lewis had the fastest time with 124, which was very impressive, with Russell being third. So um curious to see how if he didn't get the puncher, how the medium tire would have worked. I mean, I know the track was hot and you know the soft tire degrades faster, but um, you know, we wouldn't have known, but <laughs> You know, did he have the fastest car out there today, in my opinion? Yes, based on what he he did coming from P19 all the way to P4. I mean, I know he had the the water leak issue in the end, but, you know, very impressive. I'm curious to see what, you know, Monaco brings. I know Monaco is more of a, of a you know, quality race. If Once you're in front, <laughs> that's pretty much it. But the next race is, I think it's Baku and... Um, uh the canadian gp and silverstone so you know as i said curious to see what they bring to the fight i'm excited i i'm not i mean i'm optimistic but <laughs> i don't want to get in front of get in front of my, my my feet too fast but exciting to see that strides have been made um on the car um in relation to red bull i I feel for Checo, but then again, Bottas used to do the same thing. He had to do the same thing. Team orders are team orders. It sucks, but hey, um, when you're playing second fiddle to, I don't want to say he's a, <laughs> excuse me, any Red Bull fans, but human error champion. Um, <laughs> he, um, you know, I, you know, team orders are team orders. They, um, you know, they, they swapped whatever. Yes, he was on fresher mediums, etc. But, um, you know, tough luck. Um, I want to, I want to also touch base on Alonzo. Alonzo started 20th for Alpine and ended up ninth. I think he had a great race as well based on him changing out his PU system. I'm sorry, and how I, one minutes, please? Uh-huh. I said, no, carry on, boy. You have a um, one minute, please. So that we could, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Now, I was just, I'm just, I'm just going to finish up and say, yes, I mean, uh, I think, uh, um, Alfonso, sorry, Alonzo. Um, had a great race as well, coming from 20th all the way to 9th. And um, not that I, <laughs> you know, during the race, there wasn't any safety cars. But, hey, um, if Latifi had, you know, gave us one of his specials today, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have shook my head that much. <laughs> Given that um, I think, you know, Mercedes, you know, the race pace that they had, if the, if the field had bunched up together, it would have been exciting to see what would have uh, transpired in the end. But. Um, I'm going to finish up and say, yes, overall, great GP, uh, excited for Monaco and the rest. And, you know, we haven't gotten to the summer break as, as yet and happy to see that Merck has brought their upgrades and they're working. Uh, thank you very much. Um, Sadiq, please, then I'm Junior. Thank you. Yeah. Um, thanks again for having me. Um, I think regarding the, um, strategy to put Lewis on, um, mediums uh he started p6 with nothing to lose um he he can only go forward yes it slightly compromises him in the start but um 
but um he'll be able to go longer than the others so that will give him track position and i think uh, i think i don't know if anyone is surprised that there was no safety car in this race and um i was personally surprised that there wasn't a safety car but i think um i'll be i'll be curious to know what um the statistics say about the probability of a safety car in this particular race um so for me i think they just they just banked on him going longer than the others and then um getting track position because it's difficult it's difficult to overtake on on this track anyway um i think turn one and turn 10 uh just after the two drs zones that's that's where the overtaking spots are very rarely do you get anyone overtaking on the or on any other place so i think that was what they were banking on um again regarding um uh red bull uh look there's a clear number one and number two there that's how they've always been it was like that with with Vettel and mark weber it was like that with um when when Vettel left and and um danny rick came he was the number one driver um uh when max came they immediately made max number one danny rick was you know the strategy was going against him they didn't come out clearly and say it but it was obvious that that max was the favorite driver i don't even know really why sergio complains i mean it's 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 an emotional game and in the moment like someone said but he he knows what he got into like i said earlier so there's little no surprise there sorry i didn't talk about carlos Sainz earlier i think um you know he's just going through bad luck and i think uh people are saying he's not he's doing rubbish or whatever you have to understand charles helped develop this car like he charles has had about four years in the ferrari before before um three or four years before before uh, carlos came so that experience is not is not easy to um but you can tell like once carlos gets his confidence back and i i think he'll he'll um give charles a run for his money lastly regarding monaco um i understand emphasis is being put on pole position monaco can be the most interesting race or, or excuse me or it can be the most boring race um if it turns out to be that precision of a thing um procession uh everyone just files in order but i think you can win monaco from last anything can happen in monaco on a good day so um that's that about monaco and i think uh, regarding today's race as well uh, because of the temperatures they expected the tires to go off very quickly and i think that formed part of the um, strategy for lewis i was even expecting him to start him on the hard honestly i even tweeted about it i wish they would start him on the hard but they went with the mediums everyone around him was on soft so uh it was a good enough strategy for me for me i was happy with that but but degradation was not as bad as they expected so i think for those asking what the strategy was about um that's that's what i'm thinking i hope it i hope it um it answers something um thanks i yield the mic okay thank you very much uh thank you very much um Sadiq. so um so moving to the topic of confidence so um at the beginning of the race after that incident with um Magnuson, you know, um Lewis was at the verge of um retiring, you know. And then um the team went on to encourage him 
you know, which which sometimes or without not even sometimes in most cases, yeah, plays a factor in how these athletes perform, you know, because the emotional side of things is always very important, you know. So um I, I would say credit to the team on the pitch wall, you know, for not calling him in, you know, because he was able to um he was able to well, I say, perform this is his best for me, this is his best race of um of um this season. You know, hope hopefully might do something better in this season. But I feel this is his um, best race for the season, you know. And this shows this goes on to show how important um teamwork and communication is, you know, because we're discussing on um in the previous space about um was it um Williams, you know, and um some other teams. So sometimes yeah you do, um the level of communication you have with your colleagues sometimes is very important, you know. And then today we could see that in Mercedes, you know. So um Junior. Um, I don't know if you have anything to um add to that and um the race in general, just before we move on to uh Red Bull. Yeah. Okay. Good evening, guys. Good evening. Okay. Back to where should I let me start from Lewis Hamilton. I guess like his race was compromised by K Mag and he has to start from the back of the game. Great, great recovery drive from him, though. He did really well. I think, in my eye, even though he had the, what do you call, drive of the day, he really deserved that drive of the day. But he really drove well. I was like, once you will see him, at some point, he, he was stuck in 15 for like three laps or so, then he started moving up the field. Then I just went on a break. I came back. He was like, I was like, damn. And back to my boy, my boy George Russell showed that showed that he he's really a solid driver. The way he defended against my though I don't want to hear anything about Max having DRS issue. That's not his problem. That's not Russell's problem that Max should have DRS issue. That's not his problem. Though we what do you call it? Sergio Perez came back, went to pay, then came to overtake him. That one was good. But Russell really did an incredible job. He really did an incredible job. And getting his P3 was the best for him on the day. And back to Ferrari, I just don't know what's wrong with them. I just don't know. Take off. Last time out, I think Carlos Sainz bring it for them. And this, and today to Charles Leclerc also, I don't know what happened to his engine. He too, he bring it. And Carlos Sainz, that guy, I think he needs... He needs a therapy section or something. I just don't know what's wrong with him. You have the better car. You have everything under control. He just caused, he's just doing some silly, silly mistakes that's causing him spinning around and stuff. And Sergio Perez, Sergio Perez, that red boot thing that they're clearing him out, he knew it. Everybody knows it. But well, here we are. That's what he chose. So he shouldn't, though it's painful, it's like, of, Today, he clearly deserved, even though it's not today, but most of the times, like on some occasions, he clearly deserved that win. But they will say, you have to let mass pass. You have to let mass through. Then you can't do anything. You just have to obey. Take off is under your contract. Once 
was signing the contract, he knew all those clauses in it. Then he said, oh, "Okay, I'm cool with it." So he shouldn't come around. He shouldn't come back again to be crying and all those stuff. That's how their team is. So you have to go with their team. It's not like Mercedes that Lewis has retained that one position. Even that one, I think as Vachibotas came around, Vachibotas got some opportunities, but he bent them opportunities. So Red Bull has made it clear that they have number one drivers. Like if he's the number one, he's the number one. We are we are all going to support him to win world championship. So Sergio Perez shouldn't come around and be talking that I could have won the race or something. That's how the team is. So you sign the you sign the contract that you want to be there. So you just have to obey their rules. It's as simple as that. Thank you. I'm done. Thank you very much, um, Junior. Um, more. Well, it just like. Don't worry. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for the thanks for the opportunity. Um, for me, I wanted to just add to that emotional, um, the emotional conversation that you talked about. It doesn't matter how good you are. Uh, there was a time I was watching uh, Usain Bolt. I'll just deviate a bit, and he was in training, and that day was just not it. He was not cutting it and. And the coach sat him down and said, "You know what? You 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 really are a lightning bolt. You know, you can do this. You're good at it." And today, that's what that team did because usually uh, Lewis takes a lot of leadership um, with that team, and they've given him the space to do it. But today, in P19, he needed the team to lead. And I thought that that was very good, you know. And, uh, of course, the first five races have been very hard. He had, um, uh, he had a light of hope in Australia. I thought, really, he should have got that podium. And uh, things just didn't work out in Imola. So today, I think he just went back to that Imola place and thought, how am I going to recover? So uh, I thought that that was very excellent from the team. But then later on, I saw something about um, the, the communication later on when he had moved up the grid and uh, uh, Bono wasn't giving him like, what's my position? Where am I? I think uh, Mercedes is still, I don't know why they are not proactive uh, strategy wise and, and having conversations with their drivers on the positions where they are. I don't know if they always uh, expect that uh, probably Lewis will take the leadership position and run with it, like we saw in the race before and this one. So I hope that there will be an improved communication because they've always they, they've always been that good that they'll tell him, you you know, you have three people ahead of you. They have these tires. They're running this, you know, maybe these seconds. You have this one behind you. He's doing this. But of recent, it seems like he has to preempt them to, to actually tell them what he's doing. Uh, George Russell was exceptional, really. I, I mean, uh, Lewis is, is, is my guy. But I must say, George Russell hasn't put a foot wrong. The guy is just... Today, when I saw Lewis at 19, I said, if I must scream at the top of the house for Russell, that's what I'm going to do. He made it difficult for 30 whole laps for a car that is really faster than his. They've got it right. 
if Lewis can come back and Russell can can wave off and and or be at the front, I think they are going to win it. They they really still have a lot of opportunity, and uh, I'm glad that Carlos Sainz is actually doing what he's doing because it is a sign that it's not about the car; it's actually about the driver. Carlos Sainz cannot handle the front, and I'm not dissing him you have to have a certain agility and a certain mindset to fight at the front, be at the front, take pause, take a lead, go in the pit, be behind five minutes, come back. That is a fighting mentality. I don't know about Ferrari. They don't seem to have it. And Carlos Sainz is afraid of the front. He's a very good example of it's not about the car. It's about the combination. You have to you have to want to do it and you have to have the persistence to do it. So uh, for me, that's about it, I think. Hello, am I thank, off? Thank you very much. Yeah, we're, we're here listening to you. Thank you. Oh, oh okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, to, um, to um, what she said, I think... Um, She's uh, made um, some good points, you know. And um, to touch on color signs, I, th- I think I said that yesterday that there's something that color signs lacks that um, Max has, like that finishing touch to him, you know, of being a complete, um, like of being a complete driver that can handle a race-winning car, because it's not just to have a race-winning car, is can you get the best out of the car, you know? And, uh, and, 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 then, and, then, that, and then that's, and then that's the thing of having a, a very decent um, driver or a driver that is able to bring the best out of um, the machinery that, that you've, um, it, any team has got, you know? So, um, now moving on to I don't know if anyone has anything to add to Mercedes just before we move on to Red Bull. Um uh if I may see um talking about like uh Carlos Sainz, um yes he's facing uh, challenges. Um I'm sorry, I'm Salim. We are talking about um, we're rounding up with Mercedes. Sorry, sorry, it's it's a brief one, it's a brief one. Um, yes, talking about Carlos Sainz, like, we have to understand that, like, the design philosophy of a car, in some cases, it has to suit the driver, for the driver to be able to perform really well. Uh, We have seen cases with uh, Max Verstappen, where his teammates are unable to extract as much performance out of the car as uh, he is able to do so. Because the design philosophy of the car predominantly um, is around sorry, his driving sorry, technique. Sorry, let me cut you. Let me cut you short there. Um, if you are going to talk about Max and Red Bull, what about Checo? Like a clear example is what happened today. You know. Okay, please, uh, please, talking please, about can Checo, I talk about like, Mercedes? Um, Junior, one second, please. Yeah, Salim, carry on. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, talking about um, Checo, Checo has been able to, like, yes, from the get-go, 
he was able to extract uh, some performance out of the car, but never as much as Max is able to extract from the car. Uh, if we just uh, like roll back to uh, Saudi Arabia, yes, he he went on pole. He it was a very brilliant drive, one of the best I've seen in a very uh, tricky circuit as Saudi Arabia. But to this point, he's not able to extract as much from the car as Max is. Max has been in that team for a lot of years. The whole design philosophy of that car is based on Verstappen's driving technique. Uh, yeah, so that's what I have to say about that. Okay, uh, thank you. Um, um, Smart, just before I... Smart, what were you going to speak on them quickly? Was it on... Were you going to reply him? No, uh, okay. Can I reply him or should we just move on? No, were you going to reply um, Salim or I don't know if you were... You were yeah, I wanted to, to speak on him saying about the car and driver. Okay, quickly, car. please. Okay, I think that whole concept of um, the car being centered around the driver is... is I, don't, I don't believe it's true at all. Any talented driver, once gets into a car, can always make the best out of any machinery given to him. So I don't think that opinion should be said. There are a lot of times where even the new kid is faster than the person that has been in the team for like a long period of time. Look at Haas, uh, what's going on now. Kevin Magnussen hasn't driven for a long time, comes back, enters the car, is like extremely fast. Look at Charles Leclerc, beat Vettel in the same uh, machinery that Vettel has been developing for quite some time, came in, beats him. So I just think if you're a talented driver, you you will be fast. If you're not, you won't. I think science is just struggling with the pressure. And that's all. Thank you very much. So guys, um please um I know we have a lot to talk about. Um Mercedes, but yeah, let's move on to well, Red Bull and Ferrari. Um as um going forward, please. So um Sadiq, I don't know what you, what, what would you like to um, speak about, please. Uh, I just wanted to touch on the um, the um, driver versus machine thing. Um, yeah, Smart just said um, it. It doesn't matter if you're good enough; you just come. I, I don't. I don't agree with that. Um, you see, the two the two examples he gave of um, of uh, Charles and Vettel, and then who who was the second one? I I I'm not sure, but um, Charles and Charles and Vettel. Charles is a has been a Ferrari driver. Like they signed him up from from when he was young. He was a development driver. Vettel came from Red Bull to um, Ferrari. They brought him to win a championship. Um, he didn't deliver, and um, I don't know. Maybe they had some. There were rumors of internal squabbles, and um, normally Ferrari go for experienced drivers, but they decided to go with Charles, and he had experience coming through from that team. Um, <clears throat> he Probably that car that, that he came and drove, he had been driving it in the simulator or something like that. And I don't know what... Okay, he said K-Mag. Uh, K-Mag was... He just missed one year of Formula 1. And before then, you can't... You, uh, Mick Schumacher is a rookie, for God's sake. And um, K-Mag had driven for McLaren. Um, 
he, McLaren for years, has um, for one year, I think, uh, McLaren. Then he moved to Haas. So his experience, he just had one year off. And he wasn't. it wasn't like he wasn't doing anything. He was driving in another series. So um, for, uh, for Mick to come and then you expect him to do more than than um than K Mag is I don't know. It it for, to me it doesn't make sense. But uh yeah. Um I think I think Carlos is just is just unfortunate. Charles has been in this Ferrari team, um even even as a development driver. Him, Jules Bianchi, the late Jules Bianchi. Uh so it it's gonna take a while. You know, I know that um, once Carlos gets going, he's not he he doesn't have that that um, uh, Perez mentality. The same way um, uh, um, Charles came and showed that he was no pushover to Vettel. It's the same way Carlos is not a pushover. Even when I heard rumors that Carlos was going to Ferrari, I said Carlos is not going to Ferrari to be a number two driver. And I don't think once Carlos gets his act together, whether it's confidence, whether they build the car around Charles, it's not suiting his driving style. There's something going on. Once he's able to adapt, um, I think he, he's going to give Charles a tough time. And um, just that Charles has an advantage. He, he's, 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 he's more embedded in the team than, than Carlos is. And I think that's where, that's where Charles' um, uh, main problem is. Thank you. Thank Carlos. you very much. Thank you very much, uh, Sadiq. Um, Imadi, please. Yeah, just briefly. Can you hear me? Yes, please. All right, okay. Just to add up to what Sadiq said about the whole driver and um, machinery combination thing, the truth about it is what we should, the first question I think Smart should ask is why do the engineers actually need on-track testing if it is not driver versus machinery? Like, why don't they just build the car and then give the um, drivers to just drive it and find out? Like, just to go race in on race one. The thing is, the drivers, they build the car to the driver's specification, to what the drivers want. And that's why you hear some drivers like an oversteery car, some drivers like an understeery car. That is why it is... You can't say, or oh, any driver can just, any talented driver can just um, go into a car and then drive. Now, there's some exceptional drivers like Hamilton, Schumacher, and all that kind of thing. Those ones can obviously adapt in almost any situation. Just like there's some people that can just hit the ground running in any situation you define themselves. But generally, they still adapt to those cars to the feedback they get from the drivers on track. So when we're talking about or anybody can just go into any car and drive as fast as possible. I think we should be very careful about what we're saying when you regard that because it diminishes some of the, the inputs, the sensitive and actually valid inputs these drivers give back the engineers in the factory. Thank you. Thank you very much, Imade. I think um, you made a very reasonable point. Well, uh, well, um, at the end of the day, the car is not going to drive itself, you know. So, and then you need the driver to drive the car, you know. And um, for you to develop the car, so you still need the driver's input. So, um, everything works hand in hand at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, me go ahead then, Junior, please. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm just, guys, if you like to... Um, 
speak. Please just um, request and um, raise your hand up once you you are up. Yeah, me please go ahead. Thank you. All right, cool. Um, so I mean, just to speak on Red Bull and uh, Ferrari. Uh, yeah. Uh, I thought you know, Leclerc had the race in the back, like I like I said earlier, right? Uh, good start and it was pulling the gap to Max. I think even maybe wider when Max made the mistake, right? Uh, so it's a bit unfortunate uh, for Ferrari that the engine um, the engine lost power. I know I've been seeing a lot of people saying, I mean, well, I've seen it somewhere that people say, oh, Ferrari about to, you know, lose the championship the way they, they usually do. But I don't think that's the case. I think, you know, if we are going to be hard on Red Bull when they had their two reliabilities, you know, I, th I think it's now pretty even. You know, it's <clears throat> sorry, it's um like you know one one reliability issue for for them, and if you add that to sciences um DNFs, then it's kind of almost even, right? So, and I think I think it's a good thing that uh you know the championship is is now close between Leclerc and Max. I mean, me, I was I was rooting for Leclerc in the absence of Mercedes for the first six races, uh, but now that Mercedes is back. Or at least looks like you know they're they're on track. We can then okay, um, you know we can we can hope for for better. But uh, I do hope Ferrari come back strong. I think one thing is clear for me this is I you know I mean I've always known Leclerc to be a bloody quick driver. Uh, I don't think Max is able to match him in quality pace because Leclerc is just able to take that car to places that even in a weekend where. The Red Bull seems to be quicker. You still end up the situation where Leclerc puts it on pole. Do you get, uh, you know, so that happened in Saudi, Max one. Well, sorry, um, Leclerc, um, obviously, said you put it on pole, but Leclerc, like, took the lead and then Max eventually won. Same thing happened in Imola, uh, but Max obviously won. Then same thing happened again in Miami, uh, Max won. So, but it seemed like, it seemed like in this race, they are sorted out that, you know, straight line speed issue, obviously new engine update, you know, but obviously the car not messed up. So and I hope they sort their act together and um, sort their act together or get their act together. Uh because we need them the championship by at least to keep Max and Co distracted because otherwise Max and Co will just run away with it. Um but Red Bull I think uh, I think on the my own <laughs> my only agenda today with Red Bull is why are you giving you know team orders to Perez at race six, yes, the guy is trying to get a new contract. But I remember, I will never forget when they did it to Bottas. In it was legitimate, like you know, Lewis Bottas was already out of the championship. Lewis was fighting Vettel, you know, so it made sense. It made sense, you know. But I mean, nobody's gonna complain now because everybody just expects Perez is the obvious number two, you know. I just want the same standards, right? I just if you're gonna apply one standard to Mercedes, Lewis versus and Bottas, right? Apply the same thing to. So this Max and, and Perez, right? So I, I just, you know, I just, but I don't think I think I think that was needless. I understand Max is fighting for the championship, but it's too early, man. I think the PR they're going to definitely get. I expect the whole of next week. They're going to be talking about, you know, on the, in like in these on, on social media, in you know F1 media, they will be they will shall talk about that. How how they why they asking you know Perez, you know, and I heard I read somewhere that they are told Perez that they will swap the places back. You know, in the end, he gets so hard. Obviously, that one didn't happen. So, <laughs> anyways, I mean, I think, yeah, I think Max got lucky today. He, I mean, he had the pace to, to be second if Leclerc had finished, but you know, Leclerc didn't finish, so and he won. And but to be fair, 
Leclerc has also he also got lucky, you know, in, in these the times where Max, although to be fair, in those scenarios, Leclerc was kind of ahead, you know. So but at the end of the day, you can just okay, what well, Joe cancel Joe is fine. You know, so yeah, I think uh at least both well for the rest of of the season. They are constantly they are they are going ahead, you know, um, or they are tight, very tight, and the fight will continue going into Monaco. Uh, but me as as a Mercedes fan, I am I'm, I'm hoping that they say the car has a low speed advantage. So that could really, really be, you know, great for them at Monaco. But we'll see. Monaco is just next weekend. So um but yeah, um I think uh I think uh you the mic now. Thanks. Thank you very much, um Yemi. Um so we have um Junior, then Abdul, then Adikola. Um yeah, then Adikola, please then how. So um Junior, please. Okay, I would um, like to talk um, about Junior quickly. Yeah, just um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I would like to talk about time, that please. driver, driver then car issue. I think 2020 when Lewis had COVID, Russell had to replace him in that Mercedes for just that one weekend. That one weekend he showed battery voters that he's like he's just joking at Mercedes. Just that one weekend, if not for punch or something, he would have won that. I think it was Sakir Dampi or something. So. That driver issue, though car is, the car is like 85%, but the driver has to maximize the car. So Vashibotas have been there, but Russell had the opportunity, then really schooled him as to how to drive that Mercedes. That's what, then I think that race made Mercedes change their mind about Vashibotas. Take off. George Russell's car at Williams we don't have that the guitar bust attached to the steering wheel. So that one... And he's not going to get used to that one, but still he's so he's so virtuous that yeah, he's he's better than him and he's clearly ahead in, ahead of him in maximizing that Mercedes. So, and also back to Ferrari. The other I think I think that Carlos Sainz needs a therapy section, that's all. Sekov, I just don't know. He I think he needs a therapy section. How can you you have the you have though let's say Red Bull has the fastest car, but you have the second fastest car. You can you are you started third, no not today, but on I think two or three occasions. But yes, tall, you've you you've been fumbling the position, just spinning left, right, center. I just don't know what's wrong with him. And that pressure at Ferrari, that brand Ferrari pressure is I think that brand is too much. It's too much. For him, if he doesn't get that therapy session I'm talking about, because that Ferrari brand is too much. It's too much for Carlos Sainz at the moment. So unless he gets his goal together, then start to drive well. I think they may have to think about his contract situation. That's all. Uh, uh, Abdul, please go ahead. Um. Okay, so just real quick on this driver car... Um, situation we're talking about and Carlos Sainz. Um, I heard people going in on Carlos Sainz and saying this and that. I mean, it's unfair to say Carlos Sainz cannot handle the pressure and all that. I mean, we all forgot. We all forget that last season Carlos Sainz beat Charles on points at the end. He was ahead on points at the end. And Carlos Sainz is not a rookie. He has been in F1 since 2015. He entered F1 the same season as Max. So he's not a new kid on the block. So I think his approach now is he tried coming out in the first phase of season and just going all out. And he had some few crashes and DNFs. And okay, he has tried to rein it in. 
um, adapt to the car, learn more about the car, learn more about car balance, and just put it in. I mean, the last race, he scored the podium. And this race, he didn't try anything crazy, so he wouldn't crash or do anything. So I think slowly by slowly, when we get to the halfway point, I mean, Carlos Sainz would be better. I know he would win races this season. And saying the brand of Ferrari is, in my opinion, I think he can handle the pressure that um, Ferrari that um, Ferrari brings because this is somebody that came to the Red Bull Academy. And if the Red Bull Academy does not break you, I'm not sure any other thing can break you. As a youngster, if the Red Bull Academy does not break you, I'm not sure any other thing in Formula 1 can break you. And um, secondly, um, I think Yemi, yeah, I've, seen, I've known Yemi since last year, so to be somebody who does not, um, I think he made one statement last year, I can't forget, he said he doesn't see anything special in Max. So if someone can say that, I'm not surprised as he was saying that um, Charles is faster than Max. Charles can match Max for pace. I mean, Max, this is somebody who has matched the greatest ever Formula 1 driver in Lewis Hamilton. And he has beaten him several races, pace for pace. You're now saying Charles Leclerc, somebody that has only four wins. Come on. It's not by racking up poles and not converting your poles to wins that we are calling all this. Nah, 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 nah. We don't do this. Races are won on Sunday, not by pole position on Saturday. So, I mean, we all fine. We all biased was a particular driver. We know how we may not really like a particular driver. That's fine. We're all human beings. But to now come and try and twist facts and try and say one thing because no, 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 we won't we won't have it on we won't have it on spaces like this. <laughs> Thank you. Ah. That's tough. I have yeah, to please go ahead. I don't need to say anything. Just go ahead. <laughs> human error, human error championship. Human error championship. Okay, exactly. So I think first of all, just first first correction there. Lewis Mark didn't beat Lewis last year, okay? Um Lewis won fair and square, and we all know what happened, but that's the past. So let's move on from that, right? And what I've stated, what I've stated today, I haven't said Max, you know. I said Max was not special last year because I'm saying, look, man. When you when you rank him amongst likes of Lewis, Leclerc, Schumacher, Alonso, the, the, the top of the top is you know it's, there's nothing more special than, than the rest of them, right? Obviously, he's a great driver, man. Like I'm not even going to try and form agenda here. Max is a fantastic talent, right? But I think Leclerc, and I'm not saying this because I, and I think for me it's more telling that you think Leclerc is not as good, you know. Leclerc hasn't had the benefit of the quality of car that Max has, has had that had last year to, to, to compete with Lewis. And when he did, <laughs> when he did in twenty in 2019, before they gave them that, before they punished them in 2020, Leclerc was winning races for fun. All of his four wins. And the, he got the most polls that year. He beat Lewis to it, right? And he had the four wins. That's when he destroyed Vettel. You know, so... Like, let's not, you know, Leclerc is a fantastic guy. He's an A1 driver. I can't look at the things he was doing in GP2. He's A1. And he's shown Max this year that you may have a, I may, I may have a slower car sometimes, but I will outpace you in quality. He's done that this year. Max, I'm not, take, take, I'm not taking anything away from Max. The guy has been, I think, he's the most consistent driver in F1. And this consistency is not just about last year. It's about since 2020. It's the end of 2020. The guy has been on incredible form. So I'm not even trying to, like, bash Max, right? They get, you know, but guess what, man? I think Leclerc is up there. I think Leclerc is even better because I've seen, I've had the benefit of watching Leclerc race Lewis and how Max race Lewis. I, if you watch, if you remember Monaco, um, Monza 2019, 
the coach was very smart. Louis should have won that. And the guy was, you know, very, very ballsy. Do you get against Lewis, right? And I saw, I'm like, oh, this one has the dog in him, man. Max did the same last year. But over the season, we saw that Lewis won the championship, save for, you know, the issues that happened at the end, right? So at the end of the day, right, I think, I don't think, you know, one driver is gen- generally or necessarily better than the other. But if I had to pitch my tent somewhere, right, I had to choose between Max and Leclerc. I choose Leclerc. That's just my own personal perspective, right? And I don't think there's any that much of a difference with them. If the bench, Max wins and pulls, it's just a virtue of him being in a very fast Red Bull since um, 20, 2016. That's just the virtue of that. It's not the matter of, you know, he's in a fast car, he, he wins. And he, of course, you you know, he'll compete for four wins. Leclerc, this is in as as in a fast car. He's already ahead on post and he's, he has... You know, he has a couple of wins already and he was in the championship up until today. So I don't know, you know, I, I'm, I'm struggling to see, you know, what, what you think I have an agenda. I've, I've only just said facts. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. Thank you very um, much. Again, um, sorry, can I get clear? Please, not about facts. Please. No, Latif. Okay. No, Latif. No, Latif. Junior, please hold on, please. Um, Abdul, please, um, Abdul, please go. Yeah, Yemi, so I like how you ended your... You talk. You said we're talking of facts, and you talked of 2019. In 2019, you said Leclerc won many races. Leclerc won just two races in 2019. One, two, two races. He had nine pole positions and two wins. Those are the facts. Now let's go back from 2016, when Max Verstappen was 18 years old, up until 2020, he had 10 wins. To put it in perspective, the only person who had more than 10 wins. Yeah, on the grid, the only people who had more wins than him on the grid up until 2020 were two world champions, which were or three world champions. If you are putting Raikkonen, Vettel, and um, Alonso, so even Bottas, who had an amazing cast since 20 whatever that like he joined Mercedes, didn't have up to 10 wins. So the only way where the only place I can concede that Leclerc does slight, a slightly better job than Max is in qualifying, yeah, Leclerc qualifies well. 2019, he had a rapid car. He had a rapid car in 2019. Fine. Faster car than Max. Max, only the only where the only season where Mad, Max had a very, very good car was last season. And what did he do with it? He delivered the championship. This season, he's even with two, even with two DNFs, even with two DNFs, two big DNFs, he's every time he has seen the checkered flag, he has won. So Leclerc just starts start part pole positions. He doesn't convert. And at the end of the day, what is going to win your championships? What is going to put your name in the record books is what Ab- wins on a Sunday. Ab- you cannot Ab- carry, you cannot use Ab- pole positions to win championships. No, 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 no. It's not violence. It's just well, me and Yemi are just speaking facts. So at the end of the day, whatever you may say, whatever I know Junior is interrupting, saying you can say human error from now until the end of time. At the end, the, what matters is that Max won the 2021 champion, 2021 world championships, and I don't know. That that That's it, basically. But when it comes to fact, so let's all remember, Max Verstappen, 24 wins at 24 years of age. Charles Leclerc, also 24, if we are bringing age into it. Um, 13 pole positions, still less pole positions than Max Verstappen, and four wins. 
even having a fast car in 2019 and in 2021. So those are the facts. Thank you. Hmm. Um, um, so, uh, Junior, um, so guys, uh, yeah, um, I'm even confused right now. Junior, please, what do you want to say? Because I have... Yeah, yeah I was like, I wanted to talk about what Latif was saying that must must deliver the championship. That okay, please, one minute. Please, one minute. Statement, yeah, I'll use one minute. That statement is very, 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 very not easy. He wasn't... He didn't deliver it. He was gifted that championship. We know it. You know it. And everyone here and everyone who watches Formula One knows that he was gifted that championship. So stop that. He delivered the championship left, right, center. Stop that. Stop that thing. Stop. No, fine. In the record books, he's won a championship. Fine. But he was, he was gifted. Human error championship. Ben Salayam came to say that it was human error. How can you tell us the story that it's a human error? There are some things even Christian Horner is not even sure. He said that Lewis is an eight time world champion. It was not last week he said so. Yeah, <laughs> like no, there are some things Everybody that, knows. No, yeah, there are some things that you just come you just can't wake up and tell us that it's a human error champion. They clearly had the agenda. Cause how can you let only five cars between Lewis and Max only two? Junior, twenty seconds, please. Oh, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. How okay, can you thank you? Um um um, can we have Adekola? Adekola, thank you for waiting. I know you'll be here for a minute. Thank you for waiting. Um, I just, I just need. A, I, I would like to talk about just two things. Um, the first one was um the whole allegation about team order in Red Bull, and I've been hearing people tweeting or saying um when Red Bull does that is fine, but when Mercedes uh, did it? Everybody complained, but that's not true. People just quick to forget stats. The same Grand Prix, uh, Spanish Grand Prix last season, uh, Max was able to um, get at Lewis and took the lead from the first turn, and um, it was race four, race four of twenty one, right or twenty two? I can't remember. And there was team order straight from Mercedes to let um, Lewis pass Bottas for him to have a chance to attack back at Max, which eventually helped Lewis to actually won the race, right? So, and that was race four. So there's someone saying it's too early for um, Red Bull to give a uh, team order. But this is actually race six. But Mercedes did, did exactly the same thing at the same track last year at race four. So what are we talking about, about uh, team order? And um, the, the, the data clearly shows Max had the pace compared to, to Perez. And um, Perez had about four laps to attack Russell, which he couldn't even get close. And Max, with the whole DRS opening or opening, was able to get alongside Russell at least for once. And everybody here knows, or I don't know, maybe will agree that if Max Diaz was working perfectly, he, he would have taken more than maybe two or three laps to get by George. So I don't see, like, the big deal with the call they made. And the moment Max went off track uh, at that at turn that four, they changed his strategy, like, straight up. So at the end of the day, both... Perez and uh, Matt were not on the same strategy anymore. 
Then towards the end, it was very, very clear uh, Max also had the pace to like take the win. So I don't see any problem or any big deal. They made the right call. Like Red Bull had the best strategy for, for this race. Imagine them uh, starting P2 and P4 and they ended up P1 and P2, like almost stress-free. So that's good strategy for me. So the team order, it's, it's absolutely correct. Any team will make that call and it's not too early to actually make such call. And if you compare team to team, Mercedes have done worse. They did worse last season. Race 4, the other butters to move away for Lewis to pass to be able to attack um, 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 Max Verstappen, which Red Bull did again today. Like, Max needed to win more than Perez in a way. So I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, the second thing I would like to talk about is um, Max, Leclerc, whatever. Uh, I, I just feel it's just a thing Every, uh, most people or people just tend to have with Max. Um, the, like uh, Abdul said, Max had like the perfect car just once, which was last season. And um, before that, he Max has schooled Leclerc a couple of times when it's come to driving. If you go back to um, the Red Bull ring, where he actually won and took the lead from um, Charles, I think towards the end of the lap. In fact, there are a couple of races where Leclerc has to like see how Max go about his race, and in in the interview he will come like, okay, I saw what Max did. I think I have to go like that. I think I have to change approach. That's schooling. If if one driver is driving and is getting results, and another driver has to like look at how this guy is driving and openly said, I think I need to like step up. I think I need to adjust. I think I need to like do a bit of what this guy is doing. What does that tell you? Where, where does that leave you? If you can openly admit, I have to drive like this guy. If you can openly admit, like, this guy is, is driving this way and is making it stick, I have to do the same thing. Leclerc has said that more than twice. So I, I don't see this big comparison between Charles and, 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 and Max, to be honest. Charles, I don't know, like, it's, it's just, I love boot drivers. Like, I love boot drivers. I was so happy how this season is going because my two favorite drivers are the one fighting for championship. But there's still a clear distinction between Max and Leclerc. Like, it's, it's just very, very clear, especially with how this season is going. Though my, my, my opinion, so to speak, is not even based on how this season is going. Because if you look, carefully so far so good it seems like the ferrari is very quick on one lap and the red bull is very quick uh race wise and also on low fuel when the fuel is really low the red bull just seems to come alive compared to the ferrari it also shows today so uh, uh it's too early to actually say okay this is the best car for me personally, I'm not talking about generally. For me, I usually just tend to wait for more races to be able to like say, okay, probably this is the best package or not. But my 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 opinion regarding Max and Charles is not even based on 2022. Like if you look at what Charles could do when he had like that rocket 
some call it illegal engine Ferrari was running back then. What did he achieve with that, really? How many wins was he able to do with that? So, like, th those are the things you look at. When you have the best car for, like, a couple of races, what, what, what were you able to do with it? Max has been winning races since 2016. Like, let's not forget that. Since 2016, he has been winning races, right? Yes, he, he was in F1 before Leclerc, but then, if you really... I don't know. You don't even have to really pay so much attention to these two drivers before you can see that Max at the moment is have a, like an edge over Leclerc. Like it's 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 just it's just it's just truth. It's just fact. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, how I know you've been um waiting and um I as well. So I'll come to you guys. Um, Yami, do you want to um? Respond to Adikala. Yeah, I want to respond, yes. I okay, want to respond. Thank you. I, I like how, you know, people are just having selective memories, man. You know, I've heard some things and I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, you already manipulated the facts. The fact is, in 2019, that race, uh, was it 2019? Yeah, it was 2019. That Austrian GP race that you said, oh, Mark School, like, Claire, you know. That was the last, I remember that race where it was the last minute dive bomb by Max. <laughs> Leclerc was shocked. And they expected Max to get a penalty. And, you know, Max being Max, they didn't get it, didn't give him a penalty. And go and watch, go and watch the next race. Go and watch the next race in the British Grand Prix, what Leclerc did to Max. He showed Max, eh? <laughs> go and watch. The highlights are very there on YouTube. Leclerc versus Max Verstappen. Go and check. Go and watch that. Okay, if you have access to race, go and watch the race. Leclerc showed Max. Max did not get past Leclerc all through the race in the British Grand Prix. Because Leclerc was like, oh, so this is how FI wants to play this game. Leclerc was, you know, he thought there would be respect. And the guy had given me a dive bomb and then he didn't get a penalty for it. So Leclerc came out and said, okay, you know what? If that's the way, case, if that's what is allowed, then I'll drive like that. And then watch the next race. He showed Max, eh? And I do all these ones. I mean, like I said, Max has had the benefit of, of being a good car, or, you know, for many years. And the truth is, in 2019, that the year Leclerc won two races, that was the year where guess what the mercedes was incredibly quick as well so you know yes they were very good in some races but over a race stint mercedes were good so that year leclerc wasn't it's even though leclerc was able to qualify on pole and put the car where he needed to be right on on on, on qualifying during the race the mercedes was just a much faster car and they were able to have paced ferrari there so in any in any case the speed advantage that ferrari had on the straight line didn't translate into race pace and Throughout the season, over the course of the season, Hamilton won. You know, he won that season before, well before the last race. Do you get? So that is inconsequential, right? Now that they, let's look at it this season. This season, they've had two very similar cars. Guess what? The in the first race of the season, we saw how Max called like um how Leclerc schooled Max was toying with him on the streets of Bahrain, toying with the guy. That's your champion, that's your best guy. It was he was toying with him and he was going to com com comfortably win the race. You know, uh, you know, um, if not for that um, issue that Max had, right? He was still either way. Max had no answer to Leclerc, right? You know, obviously Max came back in in Saudi Arabia, and if not for um, Ferrari setting up the car in an, in a suboptimal way, Leclerc could easily have had that as well because he, he took it to Max up until, up until the end, right? So now this this is the year we need to focus on. They have equal cars, and Leclerc is cooling him in qualifying. There are races where you know, Max should have pole, right? Look at the Saudi Arabia, for example, man. <laughs> How can your teammate, your number two teammate, get him to pole position? 
do you get? And at the end of the day, so those are kind of, and look, man, I don't want you guys to see this as an agenda against Mark. I think, uh, like, like I have clarified there, I believe Max is a fantastic driver. Right. I think the top three drivers in F1 right now, I mean, right now, when it comes to Cream de la Cream, Lewis, Leclerc, Max, or, and in any other, I mean, people have preferences, that's fine. I don't care. The point is, I don't think Leclerc is better than Max. I think he has the edge on him in quality, you know. Uh, but, you know, and I think he's just as good as a, a racer as Max. They are both very, very equal drivers, in my opinion. But like I said, if I have to pitch my own thing, preference, if I have to choose though, for, as preference, I will go with Max. And all these things you are saying, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's there. You know, Leclerc this season has shown to be as good a driver as Max in qualifying and in the race. It's just that simple. So and I don't think it needs to be that serious. We'll see. This season is ongoing. By the end of the season, if Ferrari can maintain the development, if Red Bull can maintain the development, we'll see how it will pan out. If there's, there won't be any answers to that question after there'll, there'll be a clear answer to that question after this season. Do you understand? So thank you. Hey, 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 can, can I just respond? It, like, ah, just I, I one think thing. I, you are free. You are free. I can't be in this kitchen. Carry on, please. Okay. I, I feel I, I heard a lot of excuses he's making for Leclerc, car setup, this, this, that. I will just talk about the, um, what is it called? The Silverstone or that Austrian Grand Prix followed by the Silverstone. At the Austrian Grand Prix, Leclerc had the, the better car. At the British uh, British Grand Prix, Leclerc also had the best car in both races. You were talking about dive bomb. It's Leclerc clearly left that. That's those are the things that makes that 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 makes it easy to 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 know a better driver. Leclerc left a lot of room on the outside. I don't know what he was. I remember this race very very well. He left that space there. And what, what were you expecting? You left the space and you're expecting somebody that has been attacking you not to go for that space. Like, how is, how is that supposed to be a racing incident? And when they uh, they arrived at the British Grand Prix, Leclerc had the better car. That's a fact. So the fact that Max was up there just shows how good he was because he, he didn't even have the car to actually win that race on a very, very good day. So Leclerc had the better car than Red Bull as at, as at uh, those two races. So all I heard from you is just making excuses for Leclerc, Ferrari did this, the setup, if not for this, if not for that. You were talking about poles. Like, poles, poles mean nothing, really, in F1. They just give you the Pirelli tire, you go home with it. It means nothing. Like, it actually means nothing. You win on a Sunday. A trophy, a winning trophy, and Pirelli... Uh, 11 or 10 inches tire what like you can't compare these two things so as far as championship points is concerned you get that on a sunday i don't know how why that is very very hard for us to comprehend here polls doesn't mean nothing and if you keep racking up polls right it's not a, it's not a good start as well to be factual if you keep racking up polls and you can't convert that pole to a win what what that makes you as a driver like, come on, like, why people still respect um, Lewis is because he has had so many pulls that he was able to convert into, into, into wins. 
The oh, same okay. thing with Vettel. The same thing with Schumacher. Those those are okay. what makes great driver. But okay, I have a question. Here, I have a question no, for no, you. I have a real question finish. for you. Max here. I have a quick question. Max here can win from P2. He can win from P3. He can win from P4. Like, oh, I don't just... Okay, let me ask you a simple question. Simple question. Simple question. Yeah. Today. Today. Yes. Today. So, yeah, yesterday, who was fast driver? It was Claire. Like Claire. Okay, Max didn't get yes. a chance to do his second lap. Fine. Today. Yes. Who was the faster driver? Today. Leclerc was the faster driver before. Thank you very much. Thank he, you. He retired. Yes. So, okay, what, what, so, what, no, what, no, okay, so, oh, okay, so, let me just jump in. Leclerc was faster and he had that game. So, you so now you want, you want to blame Leclerc for having that engine problem or what? Uh, that, see, if you listen to what I said earlier, Ferrari car can switch up the tire very quickly, right? And mm -hmm. the Red Bull, so far, as far as I'm concerned, the Red Bull used to be faster on the low fuel. That's towards the end of the race. It has been the case for all the Grand Prix. So the fact that Leclerc is faster in the opening, in the first stint of the race, does not literally mean he's going to be faster. Okay, all the, okay. All, all, all no, the, okay, that's, okay, that's fine. Okay, fine. So, so regardless, let's say if Leclerc didn't have that DNF, would you yeah. think Red Bull would have closed up that gap? Of course. How can you tell me this story? I, I, I believe, I believe. No, so. no, 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 no. There, there are some things we believe, and there are some things that are fact. Regardless of that, what was no. the gap? What was, before Max? Before Max went off track, what was the gap between Max and 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 Charles? Before, no, before Max went off track, that was Max's mistake. I'm not talking about I, someone's I, 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 mistake. I, 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 no, 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 no. Okay, no. I'm talking about no. I'm talking about the gap before he, his engine went off. What, what was that gap? No, I was no before the engine went off. Mark mm. has already made the mistake, so it doesn't count. What can really count now is before uh -huh. Mark made it that was mistake, two seconds. Yeah, it was two seconds plus. It, I forgot. It, it was two seconds on what lap? Lap what? Lap six. I, okay, fine. Lap six. Lap oh, six. And, so lap uh -huh, six okay, six. okay, fine. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. You, you let me let me say something. So lap yes, six I'm of sixty-six. Mark made that mistake. Leclerc extended that, extended that time to about 12 seconds before his engine went off. So you are trying to tell me that with that pace that Leclerc had to extend that lead, that lead to 12 seconds, and without that, without that DNF, you think Mars could have come back and win that race? No, no, no. He couldn't have come back and, and win the race. I'm no, about no, that's that you are... no, no, ah, no, if, no, no, no. No, if he didn't make that mistake... Engine problem, you can't blame a driver. By mistake, you can blame a driver. So I'm not, I'm I'm not, not saying that. What I'm saying no. is, if Leclerc, if Max did not make that mistake and no, 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 if that, if that, no, if if Max didn't make that mistake, you yes. can't, you can't use it for for a driver's mistake. That one, it's like injuries in, it's like injuries in football and basketball. You can't, it's part of the game. So a driver has to make a mistake. But DNF, DNF, you can't blame a driver for. That DNF, the one that Leclerc had, that's engine problem. You can't blame a driver, but for a mistake for going off track, you can blame a driver. So regardless of that, Max mistake, Max made a mistake. Fine, Leclerc has extended the lead to like twelve seconds, and his engine went off. I'm, I'm talking about that situation. That's twelve seconds. Of course, you, there's no way no. Max would have come back and to cover twelve seconds. That that okay. is that's okay. Possible. Simple. That's all. That's my problem. Bye bye. No, that's impossible. Okay, okay, guys. Well, um, guys, yeah, 
Um, just before I go on to, uh, I've seen it. I've seen a lot of hands up that want to um, respond to Adekola and um, Miami. So, um, just before that, guys, if you know you, if you or rather, if you want to tweet about the space and the conversation we're having, please use the hashtag um, hashtag F1 Niger Spaces, please, and then we can all interact. You know. So yeah. Um. So, um, Abdul, are you looking to? I, 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 um, I've not forgotten about you. And um, how? Please, and um, I'll come to you guys. Or, or let me. I don't know. Do you guys want to respond or add to what um, Yemi and Adikola have said? You know, let me just give you the opportunity. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I, I honestly was trying to touch on another topic before all of this. Max Leclerc stuff, but <laughs> um, nonetheless, I guess I could pitch in where I mean, I, I mean, both sides have valid points, but my personal opinion, um, I, I think Max is a better driver, <laughs> that's just me. I mean, I'm just putting it out there, but I mean, just given his drive style, I think you know, um, just being me, I think not, not saying every driver on the grid, but. Most drivers, with the exception of, you know, Lewis, I would say are up for the tangle against Max, just given his aggressive driving style. Um, even last year when they were battling for the title, you could see Lewis was trying to give him space, etc. And, you know, there were times you could say he didn't give him space at Silverstone. But at the end of the day, <laughs> um, I, I think, you know, all these guys are good drivers. They, they're they an F1 for a reason, right? Because they can drive. Um, the machinery now plays a factor. I mean, <laughs> you know, it really does. As you can see with Mercedes, I mean, Lewis is struggling this year. George is, you could say George is, has the upper hand in my opinion, just because he was driving a, a crap Williams car last year or the years before. And he can now translate that driving a bad car, even though he's in a faster car. He, he's been in a Williams trying to maneuver through the grid and that's how he's just gotten better. So maybe, you know, that's one of the factors or, you know, also safety cars played a factor, virtual safety cars played a factor in some of his places this year so, so far. But I mean, I think the machinery <laughs> definitely plays a, a, a major factor um, with the driver. So yes, I mean, Ferrari has a good car. Um, Red Bull has the best straight line speed, in my opinion, still. Um, but I, I agree with, the, I can't remember who said it. I mean, po, you know, P1 is P1 in qualifying, but you got to convert it into wins. I, that's just the nature of the game. Sundays are when it counts, <laughs> you know, <laughs> practice sessions, you know, and, and qualities, you, you don't get, you don't get points for those, you know? So, I mean, totally agree. Um, I think, you know, Leclerc has... Not saying that he's a bad driver. I think he has a, a a ways to go. And do I think he has a chance to win it this year? Of course. I mean, I think Ferrari has a great car, but I I, I would I would agree with most on here. Although I don't like him, <laughs> that Max is a better driver than Leclerc. I, I could definitely say that. And I think earlier what I wanted to touch based on was I think we were talking about the psyche of drivers. I guess I think signs and. Even even Mick Schumacher, I mean, at Haas, you know, I mean, came back, came in this year after 
the other guy, um, the Russian guy, um, you know, they demoted um, him. Um, how so, sorry to cut you short. Uh, we have uh, a queue of people, so if you could just around the topic, be please. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna be finished now. What I'm saying is, I was gonna touch on this. I think that's what I wanted to talk to about before the whole debacle about Charles and and Max about the psyche of drivers. I mean, I think with with you know, I was gonna touch base on um, I mean, Mick at Hacks, right? I mean, I mean, we're not talking about the the midfield teams here, but I'm gonna touch on it. I think the pressure on Mick Schumacher, not only because of his name, I mean. You look at it this year, Zhao came on Alfa, Alfa, Romero, uh, Alfa Romero, and he already scored points. <laughs> and Mick hasn't scored points. So, you know, it's he's been in F1 longer than him. So it's it's a it's definitely, I mean, I believe it's a definitely a psychology thing. I'm not saying that, you know, Haas doesn't have the best car, but, <laughs> you know, I think Gunther personally would like to see him convert some points. I mean, we, I think we all would, but I, I you know. I guess I don't want to, I said, rumble on, rumble on, but I think the psyche of these drivers, you know, do play a factor. Um, machinery is the machinery, but overall, I think once you, once your head's in a good space, um, you could, you know, drive the hell out of the car and, and, and make something up. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, how uh, we do speak about um, the midfield teams, you know, just that we've had a lot of um, debates with the top teams, you know. Okay, so okay. yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. We, we I, I just, just um, I know we've been on Red Bull. Yeah, we usually just touch up on them, you know. Obviously, they've not had um lots of um things going on with them, but yeah. Um, Abdul, then um Imadi, then um Ore, please. Thank you. So and um um guys um quickly um so that we can uh, move on to um other teams you know um the midfield so um I would appreciate if we could um just keep it short thank you and because of time thank you um Abdul please I'm sorry I think I was supposed to be before me I think I was supposed oh, to be after oh, Hal sorry Ayo Ayo it's, it was, oh Ayo my bad I'm, I I apologize for that please Ayo go ahead um Abdul, no no, no it's, it's it's fine it's fine let's move ahead oh, okay. Uh, Abdul, go ahead, please. Okay. Um, just the final one on the discourse. So again, we've we've talked about all this, and I think um Adikola has talked about it. At the end of the day, what happens? What what you get on Sunday basically translates it translates to whether where you would finish in the championship is not by it's not by polls. It's not by racking up poles. Fine, racking up poles is good, but the conversion, as Adekola said, the conversion is the most important thing. Hamilton has a hundred and something pole positions. He also had the he also has a hundred and something wins. I mean, that's an incredibly ridiculous stats, and that's why he's where he is in the championship. So this guy has thirteen poles and four wins. Um, Yemi was talking about him toying with Max at the beginning. He's toying with Max in the season and he's doing this. But what are the statistics saying now? The stats are saying he has two wins and Max has four wins now. If you keep toying at the end of the season, you'll see how many wins for Max and how many wins for him. And we all know that wins bring on bring championships in. And again, one thing Max has an edge over is that Max came in early. Max came in way earlier than him. And Max has developed, he has fine-tuned his driving. And Max had the opportunity of going against the very best last year. 
I mean, he was going against him in since 2016, actually. And Max has actually won a race in every year from 2016 down to this current year. And Max has basically, if he can go against the very best and beat the very best, no, nah, I don't think I don't think Leclerc is the challenge that is so big or so whatever. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying Leclerc is not good, it's not he a big challenge. The very best. He didn't beat the very best, please. Get your so, statement um, right. Yeah, get what, your what, what, right. Junior, um the only factual statement here is that Max Verstappen is the twenty twenty one champion. You can rebel and bug out it. You can Human not. Error you, you might not take it. Human hold on, error. hold on, Junior. You might not. Hold on, Junior. You might not take it. You might not like it. You may shout. You may this, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. You may not like everything life has to offer, but that is what it is. So you know, not to waste more much time. Um, let me just use for other speakers. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Abdul. Um, Imadi, please. Um, and um, guys, please, if you would like to speak, please um, just raise your hands up, you know, so that I'll see you. Um, Imadi, thank you. Yeah, all right. Um, I want to just touch up on something Yemi said and just give an overall view of the whole Max thing. Personally, I am, if nobody knows me, maybe I come to cause some grief for me to this fan. Fed fan. I, I, I'm a driver fan, so I, I'm a driver supporter, so I love said. And if anyone who has watched Formula One for like the last seven years knows the grief Max caused said. So I'm not someone who loves Max. But I think our hatred for Max, or generally, like um, majorly right now, the people that have the most hatred for Max are uh, Lewis Hamilton fans. Or like actually Lewis Hamilton, I can't say Mercedes fans. Um, the hatred for Max makes us feel some facts to actually favor ourselves or makes makes us don't want to say the truth about certain things. Right now, I'm warming up to Max because I can rec I recognize his talent, but the grief he caused Seb was actually way too much for me to like him. And we can't say this guy is not a great driver. We can't pitch him. Honestly, Leclerc is also a good talent. He actually beat Vettel fair and square at some point. So you can't, but you can't be comparing Max and Seb together. It's not, I said, sorry, Max and Leclerc together. It's not possible. Leclerc is the better driver. And Yemi was saying something that I actually want to touch on. Yemi said, oh, um, Max was, Leclerc was toying with Max and he was, he, sh he schooled him actually. That was the word he used. He said he schooled Max. But then when it came to Saudi Arabia, instead of saying Max schooled Leclerc and said Ferrari didn't set up the car to suit Max, that's excuses. If other drivers, if other fans start giving excuses for their drivers, then it will be like, um, what exactly are we doing here? So the truth about it is, Mark, as um, Abdul just said, Max has fine-tuned himself. He was rough. You can see he's taking... Normally, the, the Max of probably three years ago would have crashed with Russell today when he finally was able to get alongside at the exit of Tom 1 into Tom 2. He would have most likely crashed with um, Russell. But Max has shown that he's good. If you give him a car, he can deliver over and over and over again. Leclerc is also great, but he needs to fine-tune something. So I think we should actually we should ignore the sentiment and the hatred we have, we have for Max and actually look at the facts and the driving style that shows 
that Le- um, Max is a way better driver at the moment than Leclerc. Thank you. Okay, Imade, uh, thank you very much for that. Um, can we have um, all right, please? Um, uh, okay. Um, all right. I don't. Um, okay. I um, Yami, do you want to respond to Imade because I know you just. I mean, <laughs> like I said, man. At no point today have I said have I said that Max is not a great driver. You know, people are saying no, like, but I don't know, man. No qualms about that, Max. Is a fantastic driver, like I said, and I and I think I re- reiterated it earlier. Max is a fantastic driver. He's one of the best, right? And I'm not even that's there's nothing. But I, like I said, and I'll say it again. Between Max and Leclerc, I believe Leclerc is the better driver. Forget the records, records in the past, or the and the, the, the never, let's not even forget that, right? If you look at the past, what they've done in the past is virtue of. Is a virtue of the machinery they've been. Max came into Formula One in 20, 2015. He was battling with science. They promoted him to um, Red Bull in the middle of twenty or like in the first quarter of twenty seven and twenty sixteen. He he won his first race with Red Bull. Obviously, there was some you know there was there was um, Lewis crashed crashed that with Rosberg. You know, Raikkonen has some bad luck. So I mean, but every the every it was there it, before then. We all knew the guy was good. You know, he was an amazing guy. But, you know, people like to look at Max as one genius. And I want to demystify it. When I was saying that there was nothing special about him last year, that was what I was talking about. Like, yeah, the guy is fantastic. He's a great guy. He's one of the best. But let's demystify this guy. Ocon beat Max to a championship in, like, that's um, Esteban Ocon. He beat him to a championship back in their F3 days or um, Formula Renault days. Do you guess? And that's not to take anything away from Max, right? This, all, these guys are all very, very good. But I have seen enough. Because I watched, I, we had to watch Max battle Lewis high all through last year. And I could see that Max, if Max, even for his underhanded tactics and a couple of assistants from the FIA, right? Lewis had that championship in the bag and he had a slower car. You know, the Mercedes had a slower car. So Lewis was able to take it to Max. And that's not personal opinion. People can, I can argue, even this guy has come out to say it. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Nui. Nui has come out to say, yeah, we had on, on balance the fast tracker, but we're denying all through the season. You know, so as I've seen how Max is Max races, I can see that the guy is not up to scratch when it comes to qualifying. He's fantastic. Like when it comes to, you know, he can throw off dollar, but when the pressure is too much, he doesn't he doesn't he won't do it. The guy, someone like Leke is able to handle that qualifying pressure more. Yes, you guys are right. Qualifying does not win championship. And that's fact. But guess what, man? Yeah, for, for all of you saying, oh, this driver, who cares about qualifying? That's a bloody lie. These guys care about it like crazy because that tells you who is quicker. Like, you know, it just tells you who has rock pace. And when I said the difference between the the the, um, the difference between the Rebel and Ferrari this year is making a real impact. I'm saying it from perspective. We saw what happened in Miami last, last um, two weeks ago. It was clear for everybody to see the Red Bull had incredible top line speed. So it doesn't matter what, like, it didn't matter what Leclerc did. It was, you know, that was it. We saw the same thing in Saudi Arabia. Even Binotto came out to say, guys, we saw because we went in the wrong direction. We set up for downforce as opposed to speed, as opposed to straight line speed. And they paid the price for it in the race. I'm not saying that's not taking anything away from Max Verstappen. He won those, he won that race. But guess what? He didn't school Leclerc in Saudi Arabia. And that's the fact. Leclerc defended well, right? The, the stunning that he was doing with Bahrain, Max didn't do that with Leclerc. And let's be honest about that, man. Max wasn't toying with Leclerc in Saudi, but Leclerc was clearly toying with him in Bahrain. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, this is somewhere that has just, Leclerc is the first time Leclerc is sniffing 
you know, a proper shot at the championship. And he's doing very well at it, right? And people are saying, oh, because Max has won many things in the past, that means Leclerc, look, man, I've seen enough. This is the person that kicked Vettel off of Ferrari. Like Ferrari, you know what it is? Ferrari that has is a legacy team that likes to stick to OPM. Um, let's have a number one and number two driver. They, they literally kicked Fernando out of the team to get a Vettel in. Only for them to see the kind of talent Leclerc had. And Vettel was like, you know what? Um, well, this guy has, I mean, they literally told Vettel during the winter break that we're not signing you. That's how much you know, the claim made an, an impression. So this guy is good. He's very, very good. I don't think you guys are giving him enough credit because obviously Max did a very, very good job last year. You know, he fought with Lewis and he's been doing very well. What Leclerc is in this damn impressive. And I'm saying it today because we'll see how the season will play out. I really do hope Ferrari is able to provide him with a car that is reliable and that can at least they can both finish the races together, him and Max, and at least we can see it's come to, to the fore. Who is, who is accurate? But you will see it over the season. When I say Leclerc is a... I'm not, I mean, I don't think... Like I said, I think they are equal drivers, right? But if I had to go with somebody who I prefer, it's Leclerc. And that's just my personal opinion on that. So I've not said Max is not a, is a bad driver or he's not great. Please don't misquote me. <laughs> he's a fantastic driver. But if I had to go with a driver, I prefer Leclerc. And that's fine. That's not... It's not the business, you know. No big deal. Thanks. Okay, I mean, thank you very much, Yami. Um, well, I think we will, okay. Uh, all right, all right. I think um, I would have allowed you go because um, I want us to move on from this like like learning Max topic of because we spent a bit of time on it. So um, all right, please um, go for go ahead and if you can summarize it quickly and then um, let's Abdul quickly summarize this point as well then we'll move on thank you <clears throat> good good evening i'm going to try my best to summarize quickly thank you first of all yeah i don't know like louis fans i beg you just accept last year and move on even if you don't want to accept you're just causing pain to yourself because even if Lewis wins one more championship, you would always say 2021 is the year that work would have been. 2021 is the year that we would have won eight, or you would have won nine. See, look here. And even if Michael Massey made a mistake, Max still has to pass Lewis to win the championship. That is the important thing. If Max did not pass Lewis, he's not winning the championship. So... Don't stress yourself. Lewis did not defend Max. That's all that matters. No, 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 no. no. Br- brother, please. please. Brother, brother, brother. Hope, I mean, see what this guy I'll started. Be. <laughs> I'll be. On, on 20 lap and, time, and with this, with no, Max, yeah, with Max on, on, on 30 something hard ties. Hard ties. Jesus, <laughs> my brother. How is, how no. is that anybody's fault? How is that no. anybody's fault? No, that's Michael Martin's fault. That no, is, see, no. that is nobody's no. fault, bro. No, no, no. See, Don't look, come, that no. is nobody's fault. You that let's face the reality here. You, no, you just let's face the reality here. Oh, yeah, what if, reality if, do you want to face? The uh, reality okay. is Max you, won the championship. Uh, no, no, let me tell you something. Okay, else. do you know what to do? Do you know what to do here? Go to Milton Keynes, go and take the trophy, then take it to Brickswords, and like that, you're happy. Like, how can you tell me this? No, how can you tell me this? 
Because no, it's like you don't want to no, move no, on no. from 2021, bro. Oh, I'm begging no, you, oh, let it go. Oh, I mean, no, let me tell you something. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. Though Lewis is my go back, I'm not I'm not a fan of Lewis, but that thing really pained me. It's like, even though Obviously, you pain you now. No, like, no, you let's say I said it pained me, not that it's still paining me. I said it pained me. So yeah, I'm, I'm saying it would that. pain you. It would. Obviously, if I was a Lewis fan, it would pain me too now. Uh-huh. But so how, okay. No, let me. I'm just trying to tell you that even though Max was on a on a soft tie, new soft tie, if Michael Massey has followed the new has followed the regulation, there's no way Max could have passed Lewis. You know it. And it's because the race would have finished under a safety car. And that would be the end. So don't come and say that, that there's nobody's fault. It's clearly Michael Massey's fault. So you, you guys should stop saying that. No, Max now you were you were telling me about the hard tires. Now nobody told you we to stay on hard tires. No one ah, told you to so, do that. No, okay, so <laughs> okay, that's okay, what okay, you're so, telling me. No, no, okay, so you wanted Lewis to to lose track position for what? Because he was clearly leading the race by eleven seconds, and and, and then safety flag happened. So, so what? Okay, so, what so are you now, me? now, now that now that you could have got if he crashed, what what do you expect us to do? No, once once that Latifi crash, though Red Bull issue is not my issue. My issue is with Michael Massey, not Red exactly. Bull. Exactly. If Latifi crash, then everybody no, should react. No, I don't, react I don't give a fuck about Red Bull. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> what Red Bull does. My problem yeah. is Michael Massey should have followed the rules. And if he had followed the rules, we wouldn't be having this conversation now. Okay. Well, but I think you've gone through the wrong uh you've taken the wrong part this evening by opening some wounds that's it that's 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 their personal business that's their personal wound they would they would heal one day god will help them and they would i don't i don't care about Um, it um, but i just want to talk about max and charles are big uh, big. yes yes please let's not go back please are big okay talk about Max then Charles without bringing down human error champions championship to it. I don't understand. If, if, if that Max is human error, I want to talk about Max. How, what do you now want me to do? <laughs> See, yeah, I was going to talk about something. Yeah. I think um, um guys, um guys, please can we allow or um get to his point so that um we can move on to that thing? Yeah, but I just just one very tiny point. I think Max fans, you guys should just learn, just waste for the rest of and Max, and Max doesn't deserve it, but you guys just learn to live with that. <laughs> Anywhere you go, somebody's going to tell you that, oh, you want to and just move on. The same way asking us to heal, we're just ready to be ready to face that. So it's okay. Do you understand? But learn that's the thing you guys that are the one always bringing it up now. And that's fine. So learn to, learn to, mm-hmm. you know, to, uh, to chase. Anyways, anyways, see here. Um, yeah, I mean, you keep talking about 2019, Charles and Max about 2019. And if all of us are being honest with ourselves, we know that Ferrari's engine in 2019 was illegal. So, I don't even understand why, why we're talking about 2019 when it comes to Charles. Charles was driving an illegal car. So, don't even, don't even, let's just even move 2019. And now, this 2022, bro, Charles has bottled 42 points. Sorry, 46 points. He has given Max 52 points in three races. Why are you not talking about toying, 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 toying? Okay, he toyed with him in the first race. Now, what has he done? He has given Max 52 points in three races. Three races. And today, yeah, you guys were saying that, oh, Max, Max, Max could not catch up because he was two seconds behind before he made his mistake. If you remember well, in Imola Sprint Race, Max did not reach Charles until like lap 17. And that is, that is what we are trying to tell you that. 
Ferrari, they are struggling with tired egg. And if the race had continued without Max making the mistake, I am very, very sure Max would have caught up. I don't know if he would have passed him, but he would have caught up. Because if, he, don't use if statements, please. <laughs> wait, thank you. Junior, you were the one that you said that uh, before uh, before uh, Max uh, crashed. Alright, please can you alright, please can you round up? But thank you. Okay, no problem. But uh, please, I'm begging you. You said that you do not want to demis that um you want to demystify Max, that there's nothing special about him. Max is very, very special and talented. Like you see, any anything you're telling yourself is just to make yourself feel better. I don't know who said it, but someone said something that the reason why most people do not like Max is because of the grief he has given you guys over the years. So anything you're saying is to make yourself feel better. And you said Raikkonen had bad luck in 2016 Spanish Grand Prix. I beg you, watch the race again. Max defended his life against that guy to win the race. Both of them were on the same strategy. There was no bad luck for anybody in that race. Max defended his life to win that race. So all this one you're saying that Max is not special, him and Charles are equal. That is you just making yourself feel better. You just want to be happy. You just want to say something that will make you happy. Max and Charles. Max is miles, miles ahead of Charles Leclerc. Anything you're saying is... I don't even I don't even agree. Max and Charles, God forbid that thing. I beg. One championship now. Red Bull fans are having out. Oh girl. Charlie, you see you. You see one fucking champion, one human error championship. Um, you let me say it that way. Um, engineer <laughs> um, Salim, please, do you want to add something? Just one minute, please, because you, you are the last person before I move on to the next um, topic. Um, yes, yes. Um, yeah, like, uh, the space has turned very emotional. But, um, like, what I have to say is that, okay, I'm a Mercedes fan, but... Max won last year's championship. He did. He did. Of course, there was a gross min- uh, misconduct by the stewards. Michael Massey, what he did was very unconventional. But at the end of the day, we have to remember that he won a lot of races and uh, you don't win a championship by chance. So the record books are going to show that he won the championship. I think like some of us have moved uh moved past that and uh talking about whether max is not talented um i i don't think that can be true if you uh recall if i don't know some of you might have watched 2016 the brazilian grand prix like for me one of the determinants of a great driver is your ability to drive in the rain and you can check the history of formula one the great drivers in history schumacher Senna, Hamilton, like they have a talent, a very, uh, they have an ability to extract performance in the ring. And Verstappen did that in 2016. So, yeah. And talking about uh, Verstappen versus Leclerc, like there there hasn't really been, uh, well, to me, there hasn't been like, a, a place for you to compare them, but right now, yeah, we can see what is going on in in in, in the season. 
But I believe that uh, championships, uh, they can be determined sometimes mid-season, sometimes at the end of the season. So this is too quick for us to judge who is a better driver. And we have to take into consideration there are a lot of factors like luck, like reliability issues, etc. So uh, yeah. Okay, are you done? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, um, Abdul, we are going to move on. Um, is this still on this topic? If I may ask. Um, I just want to just drop just few lines for for just for Yemi. Okay. I don't know if Yemi is still on. Um, uh, Yemi, regarding uh, regarding um, huh? yeah. Yeah, so regarding the cars, I'm not even going to go into the Max um, Charles debate much because I wanted to bring on one point, but I think um, Salim just brought up that point, that 2016 drive. But regarding the two cars this year, Ferrari have actually had the faster car. What Red Bull has is straight line speed. And I'm ready to share um fact. I know some F1 accounts have put up the stats, the graphs and everything that show that Ferrari have actually had the faster car over the course of this year. Red Bull has greater straight line speed, yes. But in terms of corner entry, corner exit, and all the performance in the corners, Ferrari actually have the faster car. And with the second faster car now on the grid, somebody has, now has four wins, has caught a 40-point lead into a six-point gain. Uh, I mean, I don't know. If Yemi says he's toying, I mean, let him keep toying. We are from 40 points deficit, now he's a six-point lead. If he wants to keep toying, let him keep toying. Thank you. Thank you very much. Host, please, uh, just, just one point. Just one point. So, so you are boasting of your six-point lead because of DNF. Can you imagine that? Guy, we have had two DNF. We have had two DNF virus. We have had two. Um guys, please. I've, we've spoken a lot um a lot on this um topic. So I be, I feel it's best for us to move on to um the rest of the midfield. You know, um so moving on, we have um Alpha Romero, Valtteri. Before before now, jump. Yeah, sorry, this is my first time joining this space and I really appreciate what you guys have been, you know, been doing. So I, I really want to like talk on Max. Max has been a great driver compared to Charles. Um, 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 Sina, can you just um, keep it within um, two minutes, please? Please, we've been okay. on two minutes. Yeah, thank you. All right. So Charles, Charles is a great, you know, coming driver. Max, Max is just showing, showing him a bit of you know his experience in driving. Max has been really been consistent for the past fifteen games. That fifteen races he finishes, he either finishes P one or P two. What Charles la- Charles lacks in his you know in his game is the the I, I can't say inconsistency because he's, he has also been consistent, but you know. Liability issues in the Ferrari. This 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 race really made him went off. He could have easily won this race. So that's just my own contribution to this. Thank you very much. 
Thank you very much, um, Sina. Thank you for keeping it um short as well. So um yeah, moving on to um Alpha Romero. Um Alpha Romero, they had um only one driver who finished the race um after um Guan Yu Zhou retired, you know. Um Valtteri Bottas who was oh uh, well I'll say well, I'll say it was a it, it was a decent um Race for Bottas, you know, that's the best position he could finish, you know. Uh, Bottas being Bottas, you know, when when do you, when drivers um, were overtaking him, you know, he didn't put up a challenge, he didn't put up a fight, you know. It's just like in Lagos, when he hears siren and you're driving, you just, would just move to one side, you know. That, that was literally just Bottas today. When he saw Hamilton, he just moved to one side. You know, Max came, he don't move to one side, you know. He'd not even try to challenge, he'd not even try to beat her, you know, he'd not even try to raise his hand. But oh well, you know, at least I I I guess um every every team's goal is different, you know. Maybe he's maybe because he knew he could not compete pace wise, then he allowed them um good, you know. But I feel there should still be a sense of um a sense of uh, aggression and you know to fight for that um place and um position you know but yeah um i don't know if anyone has anything to add on Botas and um alpha romero in general okay yeah, abdul please um but in fairness uh in fairness to Botas, like I'm not, I don't defend Bottas on a daily basis. I mean, but in fairness to him, he was on a two-stop strategy and the rest were on three stops. So they were on fresher tyres. So him even defending is, I don't want to call it a, a waste of effort. I mean, he can just defend for sure, but everybody else they would have gotten through. Whether I beat Max, beat Sainz, beat Lewis, they would have gotten through because they did three stops and they were on fresher rubber. He was on two-stop and I think um, he was shouting over the, two, two, the team radio that... Um, it's two stop was not the best strategy, and it was clear to everybody watching the race that them um, the two stop was not the best strategy. They tried the two stop, and I mean, it didn't work for it didn't work for them. I mean, his tires were done. So yeah, that's it. Thank you very much, um, Abdul. Um, I don't know if anyone has anything to add to um Butters. Obviously, it wasn't there's really nothing to say about um why you chose um weekend, you know wasn't the best you know so uh moving on to mclaren you know um i think mclaren well mclaren i'll say i have to you have to give credit to um lando norris you know who who was i mean he's currently ill you know diagnosed with um tonsillitis you know so um, i don't know if, if you've if you've experienced tonsillitis before you know that it's not it's you you don't feel your best you don't feel um 100% you know it's it's very uncomfortable you know so um i would say credit to lando you know still um ending up in the points you know p8 you know as um as opposed to um daniel ricardo you know um who i believe daniel i believe daniel ricardo um started if it was P9 or P8, I'm not even sure. I can't remember. But yeah, he finished um, P12. 
you know, um, Daniel Ricardo, I've been saying it, and um, I'm going to say it again that Daniel Ricardo is a calm man. You know, this every weekend he would just he would just come into the paddock smiling, thinking all is well. You know, he's a calm man. He can't like he can't he can't he can't continue like this. You know, because you see someone that's not hundred percent fit. Is putting in tremendous effort, finishing P8. Like what? Personally, I don't know what's his excuse. You know, I can't, I can't, I can't make one out for Daniel Ricciardo because I feel uh, he's had enough time, you know, to um adjust. You know, enough time to embed with the team. You know, even though even even though this was a similar situation to um when he was in um what do you call it. When he was in um Renault, you know, um Renault, he was just making stupid, stupid mistakes, you know. And I, so I think um I think Daniel Ricardo as an individual needs to as um what was his name? Junior has said earlier that science needs therapy. I don't think it's science that needs therapy. I think it's Daniel Ricardo that needs therapy, you know. So he, he needs to he needs to know where his head is at, you know. As a as a race winner, you can, you you can't you can't be you can't be um you can't be in such situation, you know. You are literally you are literally like you did, you like I'm not sure anyone saw Daniel Ricardo today. Personally, I didn't even see him. You know, maybe maybe I said people were watching this on board, but personally, I didn't really see him. You know, so um, I just feel. In the, after this season, by the end of 2023, well, it might be it might be IndyCar or Ponditry for Ricardo, you know. But either ways, um, how how um how please um go forward, please. Yeah, I just had a question on on the Danny Rick stuff, and you uh, you, you kind of ended it, <laughs> um, where I was gonna ask you if you think it's gonna be an F one. Uh, next year, at the end of next year, I, I don't think so as well. Um, <laughs> I mean, yes, the guy, the guy's personality is, you know, remarkable. I mean, th- who, who who cannot love Danny Rick as an individual? I mean, you know, <laughs> this guy is funny. He has the charisma. He, you know, but at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, scoring points, etc. And he hasn't done that the last couple of years. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's a, a confidence thing or. I mean, obviously, Lando is is the better of the two right now. But um, I guess I was going to say, I, I can't remember who McLaren's reserve driver is. I can't remember who that is. But I know that uh, there's a guy coming from IndyCar. One of the Andretti racers is going to test with McLaren, I think, this summer. But I don't know what their plans are as far as replacing Danny. But I can see it. Um, I guess I was going to ask you to, do you think Alonzo will be retiring soon? Any opinions on that? Um, uh, we're com- I know we're coming to um, our pain, but um, Alonso, to answer your question, I would say it's, it's, ve- it's very difficult, you know, for, you know, for you to... Um, for you to say, okay, Alonso is going to retire this season because you can clearly see the hunger, even though I personally don't want Alonso to be in F1 anymore. 
but he clearly still has the hunger to um, perform at a decent level, or at, at least at a level better, at least exceed Alpine's level, you know, or rather Alpine's expectations, because Alpine, I don't really know what their expectations are um, um, this season and in the, in the future, you know. So, um, yeah. That's that's just my answer for your question. So, um, Virus, please, can you go ahead, please? Yeah, I just want to say that when, when we are even complaining about Daniel Ricciardo, what about this, this stupid guy in Williams, this Latifi? Like, how does he still have a contract with those people? Like, this guy is always... To a um, to a virus, we are focusing on uh, McLaren and... Um, I'm just telling you that, you know, Ricardo is still better than some people in F1. Okay, so you get me. So, there's still chance for improvement for him. And he's still early in the race. Okay, okay so all these drivers are still having confidence about maybe improvement or something. So, let us watch out. Maybe mid-season or end of the season. Okay, you get boss. Yeah. Thank you very much, um... Virus. I don't know if anyone has anything to um add to McLaren before we move on. So um okay, so moving on to um Alpine, you know, um we we're saying it here yesterday that what are their visions and uh, goals, you know, because Alpine used to be a customer and they used to supply engines to um their customer teams, you know. Um currently they supply no um what do you call it? They supply no engine to any team on the grid, you know, maybe Andretti for twenty twenty six, I believe, or whenever they get into F one, you know. So um the Alpine team, you know, um I watched Esteban Ocon's interview today after the race, you know, the, there were some, if you, if, if you, if you listen in to the interview very well, you know, you could see that you, from his voice here, yeah, you could tell that there was a bit of excitement, you know, and I feel that excitement is coming from, they didn't expect that both cars would be in the points, you know, so, um, I think, um, as Imadi has said um, in the past, you know, like, Alpine, where are they really headed? You know, what are they really going for? You know, you have um, Alonso, you have an experienced driver, Alonso, what is your what is your plan? What is your aim? What are you trying to achieve? You know, and then it, Alpine this season has not been, how you, you say Alpine this season have not been the French team that we, that we usually you know, you know, because after all this rebranding, the job for me personally, the job became worse. You know, and it doesn't be the um the like the Renaults we we knew um um back then. You know, and I and as I've said earlier, part of part of it is part of um, the issue will also be a management um issue. You know, with the internal structure and um, internal changes going on. You know, so all these things tend to um tend to affect um what happens on track you know so um Alpine, i'll say um it was, well it was a good weekend for them you know having uh both cars in the points but going forward you know astomat um, um alfa romero seems to be doing 
better than them, you know. Alpha Romero is is Alpha Romero is currently the best of the rest of um you know in this um, championship at the moment, you know. So um I believe um what's what's their name again? Um uh Reynolds. Reynolds they need to define their like make their goals clearer and objectives on what they are trying to achieve in F1, you know. So um yeah, that's just uh, my take on Renault. I don't know if anyone has anything to add. Um alright, please. Um just just real quick, I just I just want us to appreciate um Fernando Agonso for what he for what he was able to do today because you know, if you guys if you guys remember, he started last and he was able to get the car into the points. And we all know that that Alpine car, like sometimes it's it doesn't. So let's just let's just appreciate what Alonso was able to get today from getting last to to points. And there were some very very interesting battles between him and and Vettel, like. So yeah, I just wanted to just say that about Alpine real quick. That Alonso actually tried today. Yeah, um, I would say credit to um, I've I forgot to also give him credit because he, I believe he came from P, P nineteen or P twenty two, you know, to him being the points. He's not, he's not an easy um tax, you know. So um, yeah, credit to Alonso. Um, I don't know if anyone else has anything to add just before we move on to the next team. Okay, let me add some. Let me add something tomorrow. I want to sleep. I have exams tomorrow, so I want to sleep. Okay, so back to our pain. I think they've been comparing from 2020 coming. That's the COVID year. Like they've been improving. They've they've been some progress, some progression in their team in terms of reliability issues. And even last year, I think Alonso was. Defending against Lewis Hamilton, that that W12 car, Alonso was defending against Lewis. I think it was the Hungarian Grand Prix which Esteban Ocon won. I think that that race, yeah. So Alpine has been doing some fantastic job in their team, and I'm I'm really glad. I'm really glad. Okay, so guys, I'll end it here. Bye bye. Thank you very much, um, yeah, Junior. Thank you. Um, so guys, just um. Moving on, I will say um, Williams. Williams. <clears throat> Williams, I, I, I've, I think I've said it here before and severally, you know, Williams, though, though they recently um, changed ownership, you know, but it, it is not, it's not, it's not enough for, it's not enough for this um, performance that we are seeing, you know, like Williams, ev- this weekend, everybody, all of them came into into the paddock. They are dying their hair red. What what were you expecting? That oh, um, dye your hair red is going to work? Ha. Huh. Okay. I de- personally coming into Barcelona, I knew that Williams had nothing to offer because if you are if you are taking superstition more serious than engineering. Then it shows that it, it, it shows it shows where your it shows where your problem is as a team, you know. They might as well go for dark and lovely next week in Monaco because it's just going to be very perfect for them, you know. So I keep on saying, uh, today 
we only saw Latifi once, and when that was when he overtake them, Magnussen, you know. Latifi as an individual, um, we've said it here before. How long is he going to be in this Williams seat? You know, personally, I see Latifi. I just look at that and I said, this Williams team, if they are not, if they don't, uh, rather the management, if they don't take things seriously in terms of their on track um, progression, because it's how you perform on track that you'll be able to get all the sponsors and you'll be able to get um, 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 the financial um, support that they need, you know. And then sometimes yeah, you all, in business, you just have to, you just have to cut your loss early enough, you know, for you to focus on the future and and um, the long term, you know. So, um, for Williams, in, in as much as they are not doing on track, um, they are not performing on track. I just hope that whatever funding Latifi's father is bringing, they are maximizing the funding well for the future and not just for now, because Latifi as a as a as let me say, as a driver or as an individual, is not, is not he, he like he like he's not going to be a competition for Alex Albon. And then we all know that Alex Albon himself is a driver that you know he needs a bit he needs a bit of a push, you know, to to get him to be um how will I um say to to get him um for you for you to be able to see. His, um, his actual um, potential, you know, he, he needs a bit of push from uh, his teammates, you know. So, um, and Latifi, unfortunately, is not that individual, you know. So, um, yeah, that's just, um, that's just it. Um, so, uh, uh, Abdul, then um, how, please? Thank you. Okay, so for, um, for Williams, I think the whole dying of red hair and superstition that you said, I know you talked about it yesterday, but I think it's just... Um, to help the PR of the team. So you can't be trash on track and also be having bad PR. I mean, the two combinations don't work. So that obviously brought a whole lot of PR for the team and it's going to help with sponsors and whatever. It's going to keep people talking about Williams. That's what the sponsors want. That's what the team wants and all that. The team is in a bad place. And um, to be honest, going forward, I don't think we should expect performances from them. Um after the race in Australia, Albon gave an interview and he said he was, they were all very shocked at the P10 that when the engineers did their simulations, they did all possible simulations and what they had was 19th and 20th for Williams with all their simulations. Like they did not, none of their simulations got Albon into P12 or even P13, not to talk of P10. And he also said that in Monaco, they are going to suffer because of the track. So I don't expect anything from them. So I think what they're just trying to do is get PR, get good PR, like at least have the name, get the name positive. And when the performances come later down the line, at least you have people talking about your team more, people liking your team, just ways happening to McLaren. McLaren invested a lot in fans, getting getting a lot of new fans, investing in social media and the likes, and see where it's getting them now. They have they have a lot of fans, a lot of sponsors and everything. So I just think that's the problem, Williams. And but well, that's the thing for Williams. And for Latifi, I think we've discussed this. As long as he keeps bringing funding and Williams need the money, he's going to be in the seat. Same thing with um, Lance Stroll. 
except you have somebody who's going to bring in more money and is also talented, then the person can get the ships. That's just the dilemma they have right now. Thank you, Abdul. Um, how please? <laughs> I'm doing. <laughs> I'm laughing at the red hair because PR is PR, but uh, I, I I don't know what what the red. I mean, I understand the dying of the hair and it helps, whatever. But <laughs> and in the, the news, the media might need something to talk about. But what they need to be talking about is scoring points. Um, no offense, but um, I, I guess on the Williams team uh, what i would say is um you know uh, <laughs> what's his name tested this past saturday um, i think it was uh Devers or something he's in f2 i think um can't remember the name of the driver nick, uh, nick i'm Devers. sorry i'm nick no uh it's not have to sorry he's in um, um from la e he's an from old... la e, yes yeah that's what i meant to say yeah <laughs> something like that and, you know, just, I mean, I know it's practice, but he did better than Latifi. Let's just be real. Um, and we know, you know, Latifi only has to seek because of his father and money, cash is king. Same thing with Stroll. But um, I, I, I think in the years to come, I know Williams has, has been in F1 since the beginning of time. And me personally, this is just me. I think they're hanging on by a thread only because of that history. Um, I don't think in the future, unless something drastically changes, I don't think in the future much sponsors are gonna wanna come on board. I mean, you know, for you know, they got I mean a sponsor's a sponsor. I mean I can't I can't even other than Duracell, I can't even name any other sponsors on their cars. But I think in the years to come, you know, business decision is a business decision. Can I see them exiting F1? Absolutely. Because, um, you know, if you're spending money with no return on investment, uh, you know, why why invest? That's just invest in 101. Um, but, you know, it, you know, and, and this is just speculation. Maybe they get replaced by Porsche Audi if they do decide to come in or Andretti. You know, I don't know. But that's just yeah, my take on Williams. Like, hey, um, <laughs> if, they, if they remove Latifi, I guess I don't know where they get the money. But, hey, um, I think the, the guy that tested on Friday or Saturday is way better than him. I mean, it was proven. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, um, uh, I believe you are talking about Nick DeVries, who is um, the yes, yes, Formula exactly. E driver. You know, so he's a Formula E driver for, I believe, he's still from Mercedes. You know, so um, actually, he was the one. It was either him or Albon to get the. Um, seat for Williams at the beginning of the year, you know. So, um, oh, as you can see, obviously, obviously, he's a much better driver than um, Latifi, you know. I'm sure you put, I'm sure you put, you put, I go, I'm sure if I go into that seat, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll give Latifi, you know, something to think of me about. But yeah, okay. that's, that's just um, it. So, um, guys, um, we're moving on, just coming close. Um, Aston Martin, Aston Martin, Aston Martin, Aston Martin, a team that, um, you know, came in with a, with a cloned Red Bull, you know, but it's just packaging, you know, the outside is just packaging, engine-wise, 
nothing to show for it, you know. But um, I think I think on the most serious note, it's more of the team um, understanding the card that they've brought, you know. But I feel it has set them back, you know, to um, set them back in in sense of taking them back to Bahrain, what where what they should have known in Bahrain, you know, not in race six, you know. So um. Well, um, both cars were able to finish, you know. Um, I'm not sure I saw Lance through this weekend. You know, I was I I, I saw the FIA president more than Stroh and um Latifi, you know, this whole weekend. You know, FIA president was much more visible, much had much more TV time than Stroll and um and uh, Latifi, you know, which which really says a lot because most times when like most Latifi TV times that when is is red flag or yellow flag or safety car or your or, or one of the other, you know. But this weekend, um, as no safety car occurred, we didn't see Latifi, you know, because I'm sure I'm, I'm sure it was it was one of the reasons why Mercedes underfueled their car, you know, thinking that Latifi Latifi is gonna break out the safety car, you know. But um, credit to him though for now. Um, um, bringing out the safety car, you know, finishing the race, you know, credit to him, you know, I think that will help him boost his confidence. And then he was able to overtake K Mark, you know, which is um decent. So yeah, going back to um Aston Martin, you know, um Aston Martin, um Aston Martin, um Stroll and um Vettel, you know, um as I as I've um, said earlier, they are still trying to um understand. The car. So um hopefully let's see what happens in um Canada. Lanstro's um home race. You know, maybe by then they would they would have um been able to um figure out something, you know, because I don't see them having any improvements in um what do you call it in Monaco and um and then Baku. But Baku you can never be too sure, you know. So um yeah. Um Aston Martin, I don't know if anyone has anything to add quickly. Uh, n- n- uh, my bad. I didn't mean to jump in line, but no. Um, go on, go on. Yeah, I was just gonna say I don't know who, why they tr- trying to keep keep cloning other teams' cars. I, 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 you know, they can say what they wanted. I mean, that they was in production months ago, but <laughs> um, hey, you know, I mean, after the pink Mercedes, I, I, I find it hard to believe them. That's that's all I have to say because obviously. You know they they're looking at the, the the concept. They they see Red Bull as one of the faster cars on the grid right now. And you know if you want to mimic a team, fine, but you can't make it just so obviously blatant, in my opinion. Thank you. Um, all right, please. Um, real quick, uh, that was what I wanted to say to the alcohol yeah. master Martin. They keep they keep like, copying other people's car yeah, that's what I was going to say. That this is second time now, and they always come up with an excuse to defend themselves every time. So let's just see what happens with this one. Let's see how this one ends. Uh, thank you. Um, uh, Salim, please. All right. Um, yeah, you guys keep talking about uh, how Aston Martin copied um, the Red Bull team. Um, I think, uh, well, 
according to the FIA statement, they they went through, they did a mini kind of investigation, and uh, no data has shown that like they just copied the team outright. So what they said was, it's still like okay, they they've been working on it prior to like the beginning of the season. I can agree with that actually because. Um, like okay, Mercedes came with a different concept during the unofficial preseason testing. Then they came with a new concept, which is the one that we see right now with uh, no side pods. And Ferrari actually said that they tried that concept during their wind tunnel uh, runs, but but for them it wasn't a good uh, development trajectory. So it's very possible that uh, this car is the pink Mercedes. And uh, as um, Stroll said during the race weekend, he said that if it was actually a copy, they should be two seconds faster because they are actually running the Mercedes engine. If nothing, yeah, they should be at least maybe a second, a second and a half faster. So, yeah. I think uh, let's just wait and see what happens. There's still uh, room for development and improvement. Let's see what happens towards the end of the season. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Salim. Thank you. So um, I believe we've touched on um, all the team. Okay, I said um, uh, Alpha Tuari. Alpha Tuari. Pierre Gasly, Peter Tainer, Miyuki, Peter, you know, nothing too special, you know. Alpha Twari just been Alpha um, Twari, guys. So, um, guys, so I think um, we've come to the end of um, the space this evening. You know, thank you all for joining. Thank you all for listening with us. Um, those of you that were here yesterday and uh, today, thank you all. We really appreciate you guys. If you'd like to um, support us, please click the link in our bio. You know, and then, um, yeah, we we'll appreciate your donations, you know. Thank you very much. And then um, we'll see you all next week in um, Monaco. Um, yeah, thank you very much and God bless you all. Goodbye.